Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hello, this is Chris Trott here from Hat Films, and what better time to tell you about the Hat Chat podcast than right in the middle of the one you actually want to listen to. Sorry. It's our weekly show where we dig into the weirder news of the week, reveal the strangest things we've seen and heard, and answer the important questions of the day. You know, questions like, would you rather be four foot tall or 12 foot tall? What film would you make with infinite cash? And if everyone could hear you, what would you say? Personally, of course, I'd say, listen to the Hat Chat podcast, which you can do every Saturday on Spotify. Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. But you know, it's, it's up to you, really. Okay, bye. How full would you say you are full of the joys of spring, Luke? So full, bountifully full. <laughs> okay, good. It's like there's a squirming mass of Easter bunnies in my body. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I need to hear. Welcome to the Adventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast and occasionally a podcast about other tabletop role-playing games yep. as well. It's a critical hit to your brain. I'm Jane. I play Prunus the Tiefling Warlock, but also Zilla the Cutter when yep. we play Blades in the Dark, which is what we're listening to today. Hi, Luke. Hi. I'm joined by you. Hello, I'm Luke. I'm normally Dob, the half-orc bard on the Oxventure, but I'm also the GM of Oxventure Presents Blades in the Dark, which is what you are about to listen to on today's show. And it's a special occasion mm. because it is the finale of yep. this season, this arc yep. of Blades in the Dark, which is why we hauled Luke in. We mm. dragged him into the recording studio. That's right. Yeah, this is a really cool one. Um, Blades in the Dark is a really, really great game for uh, like using several sessions to set up like the next session because it kind of has this heist format. And if you've ever seen a heist movie, you know that basically there's a big heist at the end and then a lot of mini heists in the lead up to that uh, where you have to like get everything in place to do the big score. And if you've been listening up to this point, then you'll know that uh, essentially what's been happening is is the gang has all been working very, very hard to get everything in place uh, for, for this big, this big heist. So all they have to do is not foul this one up. Simply uh, not foul sim- it up. Simply don't foul it up. Yeah, yeah. And um and and all will be well yeah so we're gonna listen to that in just a second before we get on to that how the heck are you luke oh i'm not too bad thank you jane thank you for asking Good. yeah how was your easter did you consume eggs yes chocolate ones I other consumed, ones yeah i consumed eggs hot cross buns all the <laughs> nice yeah all the usual things yeah all the essentials yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Good. i had a nice easter the weather was lovely here in here in london um, for yeah. the most part, yeah. It's kind of a joke in the UK, like a, a cliche, a stereotype that bank holidays, yeah. which is what we call <laughs> days where we don't go to work. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, going to say that. Because why would you go to work if the bank is on holiday? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So The money uh, would go nowhere. There's a, a sort of a, a British joke. It's maybe too strong to call it a joke where the weather is always bad on a bank holiday. Yes. 
Yeah. Is this a, is this a thing Americans have? I suspect not. I suspect they have a too diverse a climate across the whole continent yeah. to make generalizations oh, always, about bank holidays always and weather. snowing on on President's Day or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So so yeah, it was actually amazingly beautifully sunny and I spent a lot of time outdoors. Yeah, it was lovely, blissful. I went to the London Wetland Centre, so oh, cool. I'm continuing my my streak of doing outdoorsy things. Yeah. So I went and looked at some birds, some good birds. Good. What was the best bird you saw? The best bird is a Hawaiian goose, which is a nene, which they're extremely beautiful. They look like they're made of corduroy because they've got this kind of corrugated <laughs> feather texture. Yeah. But they're also kind of dim in a really endearing way. Oh. Kind, of, <laughs> kind of not too bright. Um, but also extremely beautiful. A Hawaiian like goose. Kimbo geese. Yeah, like I think also also Excuse known as a nene. Excuse my keyboard sounds. Yeah. I'm looking. No, one do up. it. Look at a nene. Oh wow! Oh, they do look corrugated. They're cute and corrugated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So highly recommend. Ten out of ten goose. Mm. All right, and um, what else? It's been a long while since you've been on the Oxventure D and D podcast. Yeah, oh, well, in I fact, went. To, I did D and D in a castle since I was last right. on here. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and uh, how, how was? Oh, well, I, I basically spent all week um, uh, playing solid Dungeons and Dragons, pa- pausing only to occasionally eat and occasionally sleep. Uh, and I had, <laughs> I had a lovely time. Um, yeah, if you... And you were a dungeon master. I was a dungeon master and Andy was in the room as well, um, being a, a sort of NPC hopping in and out of the game. Uh, and I could not have... familiar, your DM familiar. Yeah, my, fam- yeah, my familiar, my sort of demon puppet. Um, Andy can talk more about that. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure next time Andy's on 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 the pod. Um, but it must have been an interesting experience for Andy being an NPC because it's not like something that's kind of coded into the rules of, of Dungeons and Dragons, is it? That you're, you mm. know, like that there are people whose role is to be a sort of extension of the dungeon master's mind. But that's what Andy was doing and did it uh, absolutely um, with a plomb. And um, but you're that in sync that it's like working from one mind yeah one what was mind. what was lovely about it was that it meant that we got to do a lot of moments where the players were interacting with like for example two guards or i don't know like a, a husband and wife shopkeeper or something um and normally when you're a dm you you try and avoid situations where two npcs end up talking to each other because it's weird and difficult and you because feel then it's just a bunch of people at a table watching yeah, you have what, a conversation with watching yourself. me do that golem bit where i turn my head from one <laughs> side to the other changing voices i've often wondered about that when we're playing D yeah uh, with oxventure and johnny has wound up in a situation where they've brought two of their npcs together yes it doesn't happen too often and i'm like oh we're about to watch johnny do the do the golem thing yeah do the, the thing have a is, conversation with yourself thing. You, you can often end up sort of backed into a cul-de-sac like that by by accident because you, yeah. you know, like it's not really up to you when the NPCs sort of come and go necessarily. And also NPCs are so great for exposition. And like what could be better exposition than two NPCs asking each other questions? But mm. you really have to sort of, you know, have a have a sixth sense for when that might be about to happen and like get an NPC out of the way so you don't end up... <laughs> Would, you know basically just like shoo them off stage yeah, before yeah. now before you watch me arrives. do my one man play <laughs> 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 we must go to the top of the mountain and find the legendary axe yes yeah. i will go with you but where will we find the- <laughs> yeah. but you didn't have to do that because andy was there as i didn't your, have to do that was andy cause, yeah cause, familiar because andy yeah. was there so yeah we had a lot of fun um sort of riffing off each other like that and and a lot of fun playing as well i could I could not have asked for a better bunch of uh, of players than the than the six that 
that we had around the table, D and D in a castle. Um, they all did such a brilliant job. It was genuinely uh, inspiring and like. I, I mean, this. There's no way of saying this without it sounding like a dick at Ox Venture, which is not how it's intended. <laughs> but like, just such great teamwork. Um, like, oh man, huh. they they were they were just they were just so so good and like so in sync with each other. Obviously, all experienced. D and D players, uh, you know everyone. I think you kind of uh, rocks up at D and D in a castle. Um, you know they tend to be very passionate um, about the game. What I'm trying to say is they know all the rules. Um, ah, but like, do but don't know. It's not knowing the rules in a kind of rules lawyery sort of like. Uh, I think you'll find actually uh, you can't travel that far this turn. But more in a kind of like, hey, I've thought of. I I know an extra way that I can help because like you here's know, something cool that the oxventurers wouldn't have thought of yes. because they or on a reaction i can do this so while yeah. someone else is you know in trouble uh or, or while someone else needs help it's like i would like to use you know lesser lesser known oxventure mechanics mm, um, the arcana i yeah. um i thought it was really interesting andy mentioned that the players at your table at dnd in a castle they were were they all individually there solo they had never met before, is that right? Or were some of them there yeah. in pairs? They hadn't. Sure they hadn't met before, but in the uh, in the run up, they um, had all basically got to know each other already and sort of done like played a little bit of tabletop, kind of by them, uh, like off their own backs, essentially, oh, kind cool. of in the yeah. run up, kind of remotely. Uh, mm. So, so yeah, they hit the ground running in terms of knowing each other, and and yeah, um, it seemed like they all they were a great group, gelled really nicely. Everyone was really polite and considerate and respectful around the table and and yeah they were very very funny as well and if there was one if there was one thing that they did that i thought like i want to take this into like future uh dungeons and dragons that i play it's that they saved each other's lives so many times so like we were running a campaign i, I asked the players to to make a level three character because in my personal opinion level three is where Dungeons and Dragons is at its most enjoyable and exciting because you've got, uh, you've just got like a load of new spells. Your character has just started to specialize, um, but they're still very squishy in terms of hit points. And like two goblins ambush ambushing you is still exciting. You might, you, you can still die. You can still get seriously hurt, you know, when, before you have a sort of seemingly infinite reserve of hit points and combat becomes very, very mathematical because they're, the numbers become so, so high and the number of dice becomes so, monumental so that's my favorite sort of um like level stage to play dungeons and dragons at and it meant that players were like getting into scrapes or getting into trouble and the the group just had this real strong instinct for like seeing someone else be in trouble and be like i'm, I'm gonna save their life i'm gonna save their life i'm gonna uh, and here's how i'll do it here's the clever way i'll do it here's this kind of reaction thing i can cast on my reaction and it's a little bit like featherfall so if I kind of do this and and push it through this sort of spell slot, then, you know, just sort of basically finding clever workarounds to keep each other alive, which I think yeah. is, it, it's obviously, <laughs> we all want each other to stay alive in the Ox Venture, but because we're slightly higher level, um, you know, it, it is, it, it is sort of like somewhat less vital, isn't it? Like everyone. Yeah, I'll leave, know. I'll leave him to that. You yeah. can take three or four more combat rounds of getting beat up yeah, on before yeah. I intervene. And also like. It's funny, you know, it's funny yeah, it when funny. someone's getting wailed on. So, yeah, but um, so I, I really, I did enjoy that, um, that sort of dynamic around the D&D in a castle table of, um, uh, yeah, it, it, of, of okay. everyone saving each other's lives constantly. Oh. It was nice. Yeah. And, and so having to. So D&D in a castle is 
squishy level trees. D and D in a castle, like exactly. it's a yeah. it's a holiday in a castle. So, yeah. Did they put you in like a kind of turret bedroom they or put, in a dungeon? Yeah, you, Where did you sleep? Uh, I I stayed. I think it was called the. It was in a room in. I think it was called the courtyard. Um, but like okay. it's all sort of castle. You're mucking out the stable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're in, yeah, babe. in the barn. <laughs> I was grooming, grooming the king's horse. <laughs> Um, Wait, where, which castle were you in? Uh, Lumley Castle, uh, huh. which is in in the north of England. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful old building. It's got this absolutely sort of like stunning castle like interior, like this sort of in, in interior like garden bit. Uh, it, it's not like a quadrangle because I think it actually is a pentagon, <laughs> but it's you know it's it's got that kind of it's got that thing contained. where you it's like con- a, yeah it's contained it's contained fort. yeah it's it's totally labyrinthine on the inside and i got lost many many times just sort of wandering the halls trying to they say some D players wander never, them yeah, still never made yeah. it out yeah <laughs> um yeah trying trying to find where i was going um but yeah it's, it's a really beautiful building and you stay there um it, you can you stay on you can stay on the premises uh yes yeah, so you, so you eat there you sleep there and overwhelmingly you play dungeons and dragons there that is the main thing that everyone is is there to do so you like it's a kind of properly you're properly immersed in the story that you're telling um yeah i, I it was the most it was the most dnd definitely the most concentrated dnd or any tabletop i've ever played um yeah like it was you know so many hours uh every day i was like a sweat lodge if the sweat was yes. D yeah. and the lodge yeah. was D yeah. and the yeah. steam in the i don't know how sweat lodges work yeah. exactly but if everything was D it was well i was sweating all intensity. week thinking am i going to be able to bring this campaign you know in to a conclusion to, to a yeah. conclusion to a fitting conclusion mm. and yeah collectively we just about managed it through the goodwill and hard work of, oh. of everyone at the table and yeah i was really really proud of the story we told and i really yeah really loved it yep amazing good work crew if they're listening i mean maybe they are i don't Hopefully. know Hopefully, podcast listeners Hello, gang, if, if they are, are then yeah congratulations yeah. What, a, what a great job mm. okay that's dnd in a castle by the way if you want to know more about it they've got a website go to dnd in a castle.com. I've just looked it up. So that's D N I N for November D yeah. in a castle.com because you can't put an ampersand in a URL. So that's mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I haven't done anything in a castle lately. No, no. What? I have been playing a lot of, hear me out. I played some um, city skylines. Okay. So, um, I've enjoyed that very that? much. It's no, not really. It's much more like skyscrapers and um, and commercial beachfronts. Sure. You know, I've okay. been developing my sort of commercial hotel property seafront area. Ooh, lovely. Kind of thing. I tell you what, I, it's not a particularly new or topical or buzzy game, so I apologise. But I figured out that the the appeal it has to me is, do you know the concept of like a sand mandala, like a Tibetan Buddhist monk, like draws. A beautiful mandala out of sand right. on the ground. Yeah. Like a beautiful pattern, mandala sand pattern. And it's a sort of meditative process. And it's like a meditation on like the transience of all things. And and it's like really laborious, but you're absorbed in the labor. And at the end of it, you just smash it all. I think the Buddhist monks just smash it all over. You know, it's just, yeah. it's gone. It's done. Yeah. And that's, that's how I enjoy city skylines. It's like, it doesn't, it's, I make a city. And then, I mean, I don't, dist- I don't always destroy it, but, but you, I, I, and then it's, it's done. It's, it's done, done. It's done for you. It's done. And I, you yeah. know, the, the point is the process. The, the ephemeral the nature of the city. Yes, is exactly. The, is the point. Exactly. Wow. And so it's not hard because obviously I'm playing it with infinite money. Yeah. 
I don't want a challenge. I want a meditation. So no. I'm just laying out block after block of, yeah, commercial tourist specialization Jane, seafront property. Meditation is a challenge. You have to work yeah. at it and you have to oh, find. Oh, no. Yeah, and you have to find <laughs> things. You have to find things that help. Well, I don't want it then. <laughs> that make it possible for you to clear your mind. And it sounds like you've done uh, that. Um, you're saying it would have more meditative properties if I played it with. You know, no, no, no! Not infinite money. No, I'm saying, I'm saying that that yeah. that what you've done is is yeah. found yourself a way that you can clear your mind, and that's not something that's easily that's not something that's easily done. It's not. It's hard to have fun, Jane. I don't know if you've noticed. It's hard to have fun. It's yeah, hard to have fun. yeah, and that's why I'm playing like a several year old game. What? Whatever, whatever, whatever brings you the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the 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 inner quiet. I say, I like it. That's it beautiful, sure Jane. That that yeah. was that was existential and introspective. I've just been playing iRacing. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah you're like a proper you're like a speed racer now you're like a professional yep well, i mean not, not in the sense that you make money doing it but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah not in the sense that i actually go fast or make money <laughs> so to, for, for the folks at home what what is what is oh i racing it, it's not really it's not a video game at all to be honest it's a it's a, a sim racing platform it's not fun enough to be called it's a video not fun game. enough to be called a video game and you can't play it whenever you want you have to like show up at an appointed time and do a wow. do, a, do an online race they finally found a way to make games really unfun so, so realistic as to be yeah like utterly tedious yeah it's um <laughs> it's extremely hard extremely punishing you only race against like other people online and they're all so good um so yeah it, it's it's unbelievably difficult and unforgiving um but yeah for some reason i'm just i'm really into it i've been working my way sort of through the the different series and and uh and license categories that you can get i'm doing i'm in I'm formula three at the moment racing a racing a complete a realistically up. modeled delara formula three car uh yeah sure i'm visualizing it right now i know what one of those looks like <laughs> it looks like a formula one car but like yeah. a bit rubbish <laughs> Oh, a bit, but like oh, less good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a bit less right. good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Fun. that's my life now. Cool. All right. Well, those are our pairs of lives. Those are our lives. Yep. And uh, how about how about let's jump into our other lives? Yes. The blades in the dark lives. Oh, the ones life. where we're yeah. the ones where we're heisting criminals yes, in a steampunk world. Okay. Let's listen to that, and we'll talk about it on the far side. See you on the other side. Hello everyone and welcome back to Oxventure Presents Blades in the Dark. My name is Luke and I'm here with the whole ruddy bloody gang who will introduce themselves for you now, I'm sure. Hello, Barnaby, at your service. Mm, actually, you should probably be at my service. Quite rich. <laughs> yes, I'm... How is that guy still here? I don't know, I'm Edvard. I invent things. Barnaby. Yes? Very rude, very rude what you just said. No, I'm just stating facts. Hmm. Well. Hmm. I'm Stella and I punch things. She really does, yeah. Um, I, I'm Lilith and I whisper to ghosts. I'm, uh, I'm Casimir. Generally I judge things, but occasionally I choke them unconscious. <laughs> very well, very well. Okay, right, folks. It's the big one. This is it. All of your activities over your last several scores, all of the sessions have been building up to this it is the dimmer sisters vault heist day that is what's coming up those are the stakes but before we get stuck into it i'm obliged to say let's do some downtime let's do it quickly because i want to get to the good bit with the heist lilith and zilla you were in the mm -hmm. you were in the last heist so um that's right no downtime for you but yeah. uh casimir barnaby edvard 
Yeah, Edvard, you have one downtime activity, and Casimir and Barnaby, you have two. If you want to, there's anything you want to do. How uh, close the one am I mechanical to man is only one piece of one ragged. clock clock piece away from being finished. Yeah, we finished the wonderful mechanical man. I just need to get the the hairstyle right. Cool. That's all, that needs all right, finishing. Uh, I don't think there's anything that you could roll that would not make that happen. Oh, I okay. don't think so. Well, let so... me just roll something anyway. Yeah, go on. <laughs> oh, it's a three. A three. Oh no, well now I'm going to have to check. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it is a segment. Okay, cool. Thank you, Johnny. What a wonderful thing to have completed. And we'll find out what that looks like later. Uh, how about you, Barnaby and Casimir? What are you up to? Uh, I've got uh, two segments left on my healing clock to uh, heal my bloody nose. So that would be quite good to get rid of that. You know, it's getting all over my coat. Don't get rid of your bloody oh, nose. On. You need that. <laughs> He's got rid of his bloody nose. How does it smell? You're only supposed to take your bloody nose off. <laughs> yes, the blood, the nose, if the nose could remain, uh, that would be great. Well, let's see how you roll. Uh, cool. Is it just one? <laughs> I'm on sorry, the, the nose does fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just one, one D6? Okay, so actually you roll, um, you roll uh, 2D6 because you have an improved healer now. Oh, great. Perfect. Well, that's a three and a four. Okay, great. Uh, so we'll take the four, which is two segments of your healing clock. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. So if that fills it all up, then downgrade all of your harm by one. Casimir, mm -hmm. how about you? Um, you I, for the first time since the first session, am completely stress-free. Um, Hooray! But <laughs> I am still in need of a new cane. Um, mm. So I've got three pieces left to fill on that. So I was thinking I might mm -hmm. have a, a bang on that. Uh, I've no idea what Edvard has cooked up to be my new cane, uh, but I've rolled a four. Okay, lovely. Which that'll fill in two pieces. Two pieces, and then did you say I've got another downtime action? Yeah, you do. Yeah. So let's, can, uh... let's. Papa needs a brand new cane. Yay! All right. I've rolled a two, which is one more segment, but that is ding, ding, ding. New cane done. No idea that is what it, it the does. The cane is complete. But in well, fairness, all it needs to do is hold me up. So. Oh, the bar's set pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the bar's That's set the one pretty. thing you didn't think of. <laughs> oh, you should have mentioned, old man. The whole thing Back is made of board. made of pasta. Um, no, it's <laughs> for snacking on for quick energy during the heist. No, it's uh, I jest, of course, old man. You'll like this. So, as you'll notice, it is a cane capable of supporting your weight. Uh, you'll notice the nice uh, filigree on the uh, the knob at the top there. But if you flip that up. You'll notice there's a little trigger mechanism. Now, this is this is clever. The cane is capable of holding one charge of electro anti-ghost shot. So, in a pinch, if you flip this up, point the end of the cane towards whatever you want to zap, and then just just hit that trigger there. Discharge a load of ghost buckshot. Are you telling me I've got an electroplasmic gun built into my cane? Yeah, it's just the one. It can only hold the one charge it's just it's quite a narrow tube but um yeah it's so you know it might come in handy in a pinch it's beautiful you're welcome enjoy uh you'll notice i put the the el initials there on the top uh, the i got a bit carried away with that that'll buff out don't worry all right <laughs> uh brilliant oh wow incredible incredible use in incredible cane building edvard hmm. nice one uh casimir and edvard you share a moment um Aww. barnaby you've got one You've got one downtime activity left. Uh, How will you beat that? Gosh, I don't know. What 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 can I do? <laughs> Find a Anything wife. that you can. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm far too elegant. <laughs> Start the wife clock. <laughs> oh no, 
know. I've had to fill wow. in another segment. <laughs> um, well, do we still have uh, some heat on us? Yes, we do. What can I do? Yeah, Three, whose, right? Whose fault was that? Just, uh, I wonder. Misunderstanding. Um, you know, some people thought that I was going to die, and in the end, they died. It's just a You've got three heats and a wanted level of one. To clear a wanted level, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I think basically someone has to go to prison, so maybe that's not the time. <laughs> Perfect, uh, Barnaby, that. we found what you can do! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think prison would become me. It's rather hard to get a drink around there. Uh, okay, so um, Barnaby, how are you reducing heat on the crew? Oh, paying people off, bribery. You know, the usual. Cool. All right, that makes sense. So, um, uh, yeah, roll whatever uh, action you're doing. I would imagine that's a... Is that a sway, do we think? Could be. Up to Could you. Be. So, yeah, sounds reasonable. I'm swaying bribery. people with a lot of money, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I'll roll two. That's two fours. Two fours, okay, cool. Well, we take the four and that reduces two heat. Amazing. Uh, I'm also going to take two coin out of the coffers. Uh, <laughs> Just for right, nice one, Barnaby. That has significantly reduced the heat. Yeah, you um, you 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 go around town, you know, ha- doling out little little bits of cash. You don't explicitly say, you know, these are bribes or something. You just you're just basically glad handing, <laughs> just increasing your reputation, the gang's reputation. This is one bribe. Slide a coin over. One bribe, please. Okay, great. Well. Yes, so it's been a busy old time. Um, do you think it would be worth doing a little recap um, of what everyone got up to? I think that would be a good idea in the lead up to the heist. So why don't we start with um, Casimir and Lilith. What did you do to recruit a new gang to help you in the heist? Burned down big, the train yard, didn't we? Yeah, put a big ghost in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> we just sort Sorry, of, how does that help? Exactly? Well, the, the, the tiny urchins really wanted us to do it. Um, we did it and they said, brilliant, we'll help when you go after the Dimmer Sisters. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. We didn't have to set it quite so on fire. To be honest, the ghost would have done on its own. But, you know, what what was I supposed to do? Just stand there. Yeah. A few bells and whistles on it. Why not? Yeah, it's <laughs> a whistle ghost. It's terrifying. <laughs> uh, and then Casimir uh, and uh, Barnaby. Barnaby, you were tasked with finding an escape plan for the end of the heist. Well, we certainly found one. We found a giant balloon, and we won a balloon race as well. Yeah, we took and it the rest, for a test I can't drive. really remember. Oh, we killed four people. Whoa! Oh my god! Do you remember that? Four. Bit? Yeah. Yep. Well, it was indirect. Yes. Yeah. Misunderstanding, like yeah. I said. But we. But they're it, dead. Oh yeah. They're Ooh. dead. I mean, you don't survive a fall out of the balloon onto uh, onto to Char Hollow and, and live. Or was what it What kind of around? people? Oh, they were red sashes. Have don't you even killed? Worry about it. Yeah, okay. no, really no positive contribution to society at all. Yeah, look, one of them tried to jump onto our balloon, got rebuffed, didn't make it back to their own balloon. Whoops. The other balloon... That's gravity. Yeah, exactly. The other balloon suffered a um, a serious propeller malfunction that made the whole thing tip. And uh, look, if they can't keep their feet, do they deserve to not plummet to their deaths? No. The Red Sashes did not like it, but at the same time, they did enter a balloon death race. So, well, quite. You know what you sign up for. uh, I've read of these in uh, some of my studies. It's a Disney villain death, I believe. Yes. Yes. Disney villain death. (laughs) Yes. With, with, yeah, guilt that's spread around and difficult to articulate. Yes. Yeah, particularly after a few celebratory drinks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, Then uh, Lilith and 
Edvard, uh, Lilith, you were tasked with uh, taking care of the Dimmer Sisters' pet demon. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we uh, went back to my university uh, and uh, dealt with a banshee. Got some real who... japes. Yeah. We, we, that's always awkward. We trusty old Dean never knew what hit him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we did a, did a, like, solved a murder, did a, did a oh, mis- yeah, did murder mystery. Um, and then we found out as well. A traffic cone on the statue of the founder. <laughs> well, we found that uh, from my friend Flint, my spirit trafficker friend, to help banish the demon, we need very bright light. So I've got I've got this uh, this lantern here that will hey. help us banish the demon. Um, who uh, we've got to look name out too, for? Sketra. Right? It's a Sketra, and we've got to look out for shambling rags. And clutching shadows. So yeah. maybe so if we stay away from the laundry room is like a good idea. Swivel. Yeah. <laughs> but also, um, Edvard, you were tasked with getting through the first vault door mm. and you went on a mission to do that with Zilla. How did that go? Yeah, we went to Astor's uh, headquarters. Not a very nice place, bit dingy, bit run Did down. you recruit him? He seems like he'd be very useful. No, no, life. he's a very stupid man. He wouldn't be very useful. He's got so many us. resources. I see his logo on things all around town. His stupid logo, yeah. it's um, He's a stupid thief and he would not be good in the gang. But um, yeah, you could tell actually that the company is in quite a lot of trouble the offices very they were huge very run down huge hugely run so, down so many floors so many so empty many stuff. floors full of nothing anyway i got the plans i have sketched out plans as you can see it's yeah, a stupid yeah, yeah. lock that a baby could make but um uh here they are so as you can see they're very easy to circumvent but the heist was nearly uh lost entirely uh, when a rival gang made a, a bid to steal the heist out from oh yeah we got robbed you. You everyone got robbed. we got robbed mm-hmm. but zilla was on it weren't you zilla you missed it because you were all out doing something mm. but we I had got to go robbed to the market yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did they take the marvelous mechanical? They took everything. They took they everything. The they took all the, all the, the lamplighters. No, they didn't. No, not the marvelous. No, 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 he they was left. The ma- they not left the WMM. Oh, well. Really? I was surprised <laughs> yeah. that they'd leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's okay. We got the stuff back, and I saw terrible, terrible things. Lilith did horrible, terrible things. Oh. Well, Tell they were. I, I may Ghost have stuff. set the victim like of someone back on their murderer, and he may have yeah. tried to climb tried to get into her mouth. Her mouth, oh, wow. um, yeah. and unhinged her jaw, basically. Her jaw. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, sorry, so you you raked us over the coals for just happening to drop four red sashes onto the city, but you neglected yeah. to mention that you're just sending ghosts down the throats. Of yeah, but hey, it wasn't me. Hey, now we've sort of got. Something yeah, spooky over there on them. So uh, that's true. We have blackmail material. We have blackmail on material. The lieutenant uh, over at the lamplighters. Lamplighters, yeah. Can't believe you're Lamp-lacks. all off killing people during your missions. I invented. We didn't kill her. We didn't kill her. What's Shrek? There are some things worse than death. It's a, it's a wonderful tale of an ogre. <laughs> he says, G'day, I swear Shrek is a type of ghost that I've it come was, across. It's the latest <laughs> trope or something. It is. Uh, it, I don't it know. Is, somebody once actually, told me. It, it, <laughs> You are all aware of uh, the tale of Shrek because the Astor brand Lanthorn has swept Volusport. Yeah, weird there that. Is, there is one in every home. Um, Curse you, it- devil! <laughs> really must introduce me to this Astor fellow. He sounds like a riot. Yeah, I'll introduce <laughs> you to this Astor fellow if you don't shut up, Barnaby. <laughs> really winding me anyway, up. <laughs> this rather this rather tense conversation is taking place in the back room of 
Eleanor's. Largely legal antiques. You are all packed into this room and you are not alone. Also here is Bug and Mumbles from the Gut Cutters. Oh, and Hicks, um, Barnaby, uh, who you'll remember, is the roguish pilot of the Sparrowhawk who you recruited. Um, meanwhile, the wonderful mechanical man who has been... Uh, How's he doing? Good. He, the wonderful mechanical man, is doing great. He is walking around. Uh, he is chatting, smoking a he cigar. Is, uh, he is friendly. He can um, play chess. And it, is playing, he staying playing, upright yeah. this time? He's he's staying upright. He's walking around. Um, the only thing so far that he either is able to or wants to talk about is the concept of death and the oh. nature of the existential abyss. He wants to know if he has a soul, doesn't yeah, he? No one tell him. Yeah. Yeah. So, no one tell him he has no soul definitively. <laughs> yeah. So you've been unable be to but they were unable to persuade him to uh, get you any drinks or tidy up or anything because he's um he's he's consumed with existential angst. Nice one, Edvard. Edvard, you know you can just hire a butler. They're very affordable, very reasonable rates, and they have a soul. But he's he's wonderful and mechanical. Look, he can, he's smoking a cigar. He is smoking a cigar. I don't allow my butler to smoke in my house. Actually. He can sing so. one of three music hall songs. Yes, I've banned singing as well. I find it quite annoying. Wow. You're a laugh, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can sing. It's my house. Oh. Okay, Roger. Uh, as you are all um, crowded uh, uh, round the room over the table looking at plans, um, Bug is the first to speak up and says, Sorry. Sorry. I got distracted. Run me through the plan again. Well, Bug. Well, go on is, then, someone. This is Bug, everyone. Bug Sorry, is, who is this? Is who is this? Oh. Who's this child? Who I is this know. anthropomorphic mouse? Steady on now. Um, <laughs> uh, Bug, Bug is a is a ranking member of the Gut Cutters. A frankly oh, terrifying gang of murderous children. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I ain't no mouse. Ain't no, he ain't. He really ain't. Uh, good. Well, really, yeah, we've, really so we've got ain't. a... How does the plan work in sequence then we get inside what's the plan for getting inside who who was in charge of that no one great um so we get inside somehow well we got inside before can't we just do it again why do we only do things once <laughs> i thought that's what we were doing yeah oh yeah the gut well, cutters are gonna be helping to distract while we go get loud in. you said yeah yeah, yeah. We're going loud yeah right solid you go loud we slip in and then of course We've got to get to the vault mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. into it. We've got the plans for the lock. So we avoid the demon. I will open the first door. The second door is powered by demons. So that'll be Lilith's that's, job. That's spooky, yeah. And then we'll just take the bracer, mm-hmm. which is what we're after. And we'll and expel by a balloon. Via balloon. Yeah. Uh, at this point, plan. Hicks, who is um, uh, who is leaning against the wall, um, lighting a cigar off of the cigar that the wonderful mechanical man is smoking, uh, cool. she takes a big drag and says, um, um, "So just to be clear, uh, where exactly am I supposed to land? Where am I picking you up? And how am I going to know when it's time for the right? escape?" Yeah. Roof. Well, well the yeah. Why not? The, we've got to go through the whole house to get to the roof if we're in the vault. Mm-hmm. But you Although, can't take a balloon off from underground. I did learn that mm-hmm. uh, when we were racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can, yeah, it's quite important that it has open access sky to the sky. Is, is a key component mm. of successful flying. I was as surprised as you are. Yeah. yeah. Front lawn, back lawn, hedge maze. What have they got? Mm. Could we conceal it somewhere? A balloon. Yeah. Is there some like a wooded area area with a clearing nearby? Hmm. Huh. It's only. It's only very conspicuous when it's inflated you know we had like three hours to put the thing together 
and you didn't lift a finger. And it was only by schmoozing the nearby crews that we could actually... Which was valuable work. Yeah. Somewhat valuable, Mm. mostly. Mm. I had a great drink with a few of them, basically, yeah. Yeah, but look, we are being offered the opportunities. You have the balloon set up. We just need Mm -hmm. to get to it. The roof, to be honest with you, is not a bad shout. If you we ask could, me. There were the secret wall passages. We could probably get up to the roof without having to go through the public areas. Surely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds good, says Hicks. Uh, and how are you going to let me know when to land? Oh, you'll know. But you're right, we should have a signal. Um, <laughs> if it's not the the approaching sound of chaos, we shall send a ghostly probably... messenger or a mechanical Like a ghost messenger. flare. I mean, I could I could make a actual a flare. flare. An alchemical flare, oh. yeah? Yeah, I could make an alchemical flare that fires out of a sort of starting pistol-style arrangement if we could get to a window. That sounds brilliant. Can we also stick a ghost in it? <laughs> yes, fine, we can stick a ghost in it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, good. Make me a tinker roll, Edvard, um, okay. just for the for the quality of the, uh, okay. of the flare. Uh, that is a three and a two. Okay, cool. Hicks is satisfied. Uh, she's like... Yeah, good plan. I'll uh, I'll see you on the roof, and uh, I'll have you away in moments, and uh, and then we can um, talk in a little bit more detail about my share, mm. my fee. I've just uh, sorry, I've just remembered. I'm supposed to roll three dice for. Oh, go on then. Tinkers. Roll me, roll me one. Yeah, that's <laughs> another two. Okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I'm sure any obstacles will be capably dealt with. Is there any more planning? Is there any more discussion that we want to do? Or is it... Are we approaching engagement role? I would like to nip out to the fishmongers, acquire a small to medium-sized flat fish, and hand it to the mechanical man and see if that changes his behaviour, because I'm going to try and tell him that that is what we mean when we talk about a soul. <laughs> ah. Okay, uh, yeah, um, i tell you what, why don't I make Everyone a stop playing with the mechanical man, thing. you're not a toy. <laughs> Look, I'm... I'm I believe they call this programming. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a five. Uh, yeah, you place the... You, you, no, it's you not place a place, the, mate. The place is a soul. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just row back. Um, you, uh, Could you just the... summon it up for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, let me just... Yeah. <laughs> just for the halibut. Yeah. Um, let's say that it totally works perfectly. Uh, yeah, the wonderful <laughs> mechanical man holds the fish up and says, This is... My soul! Yeah, yeah, that's all yours now, mate. Ah! Ah! I feel like I understand poetry. I will write a play, and you shall all perform in it. And the wonderful mechanical man um, totters off out the room. Uh, Great, now write. he's going to write a play, Casimir. Look <laughs> what you've done. Play. It'll be terrible. It won't adhere to the three-act structure. <laughs> At least <he's> not. <laughs> it's better than... No, it's not better than what we had before. <laughs> No. All right, sorry. A very heavy-handed metaphor. <laughs> All right, yes, I will leave the interventions to you from now on. Sorry, I tried to I'm fix gonna start it with a fish. I'm going to start a clock that the wonderful mechanical man is working on without any of you yes. <laughs> for writing a play. See what you... <laughs> Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> if that's it, I think we're probably about ready to roll, aren't we? Go time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, there are a few um, more details that I'm interested in, as in exactly how uh, the gut cutters perform their distraction and also how Edvard's getting through the lock, but these are all things that I'm pretty sure we can deal with in the moment. Okay, engagement roll time. So here is your dice for sheer bloody luck. Particularly bold or daring, 
Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Yes. Overly complex. Overly complex. We've got. No. It's quite like, complex. We've most complex thing we've done. So far. Yeah. Three yeah. allies. It's a composite class. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Guess that dies. Many work moving parts. Yeah. You know what? Minus that dies. Then all right. Uh, does it expose a vulnerability or hit them where they're weakest? It is yes. where they're weakest because it's their headquarters. It's where they live. But or is it their st- where they're strongest because it's their headquarters? Yeah. It's where they're strongest, I think. <laughs> we got. But, we got the. We got last time we went there. We got this dice. So. Yep. Mm. Uh, Although you were going in through the sewers then. And we're um, more prepared this time. We know about the weaknesses in their vault. Yeah. And, so uh, it, this is where they're strongest, it. but we are exposing a vulnerability because we know this place now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, but yes. <laughs> God, Can't remember a bloody thing. Don't forget that any remembrance of this place that Barnaby does may come in the form of a sort of shocking recollection. Traumatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, can friends or contacts provide aid? Absolutely, loads of them have, so that's great. Are there enemies or rivals included? Now, I am going to minus you that die because you are on, like, pretty Very negative at, currently on Hostile Turf. Any other elements to consider? Yes, the Shadow's crew. Now, the second story bonus. Uh, do we call this a clandestine infiltration? What do we think? Oh, we're can we just find out? Yeah, we're making a distraction so that... Yeah, we can infiltrate clandestinely. Cool. Mm. Mm. And for all we I'm, know, the gun cutters are just going to do the whole like shh thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know well, what that is. Know. It sounds well, you know. While just driving cool. a blade. All right, so let's um. The mine was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, cool. I tell you what, I'm going to roll that. Then everyone tell me their load, and then we'll see where we're at. Okay. How we going load wise, everybody? Heavy as Light. the day is long. Yeah, yeah, same. I think, yeah. I think heavy. I've got to be able to carry a bunch of different tools, so yeah, heavy. Yeah, I'm going heavy we'll because I've away. taken off the mechanical man's arms and legs, and I've got him as a backpack like C-3PO. <laughs> Why? In case I need to deploy the wonderful mechanical man, and I don't want him wandering off. I've switched Without him off arms and legs. <laughs> I've switched him off. I can't <laughs> tuck him under one arm. He's man-sized. <laughs> All right, he's going to have to reckon with the concept of being switched off and on, and this might it, this might play into <laughs> this might become a key theme in his play. He doesn't experience time; it's instant. All right. Um, so okay. Right. I've done the engagement roll, uh, and in typical fashion, with three dice, I've managed to get two twos hmm. and a four. Hmm. So good stuff. Hmm. So we're skipping you through to. Uh, let's fast forward to two. You, yeah. you are uh, on the outskirts of the Dimmer Mansion. Uh, you're, you're basically at the main gates, which has a long winding drive up through the gardens, and you can see the mansion ahead of you. Out of the uh, bushes nearby emerge uh, Bug and Mumbles, the now familiar forms, uh, and actually, in a kind of clown car fashion, more and more urchins uh, emerge from these bushes, and Bug is sort of counting them all off as they come. It's like, Mumbles, Thistle, Frog... TikTok, uh, you know, a sort of end, a, a long string of, of urchins. Um, Bug marches up and down in front of them, giving them a, giving them a little sort of militaristic uh, speech to inspire them. Uh, and the way that their distraction is basically going to work is it's going to be quite close to what Casimir originally described all those sessions back, which is a rush in, trigger every trap, which will basically give you all an opening to to slip in while everyone is distracted. Is the plan. So, Bug Casimir just fixes you with a look and, and says, um, good luck. You too, big man. 
One more question before I go. Go on. Killing? Yes, no, maybe? Ideally not, but... Ideally not. I can work with that. Charge! <laughs> and um, the, the gut cutters uh, sprint off up the drive, um, all of them yelling in their childish high voices. Um, it's okay, they don't get very far okay. into the grounds um, before suddenly you see flashes of light go up from a, a, across the lawn. Like, What is basically happening is they are walking into proximity ghost traps, ghosts who are uh, tethered to a certain spot and are, wow. are programmed Are these children to... going to be okay? And are Were pro- they okay are, to are begin with? The ghosts basically, upon being triggered by these proximity alarms, just uh, sort of awake and start screaming. Um, so kind of wailing ghost sirens are kind of going up all over the lawns. From the house, you hear a dung, 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 kind of alarm bell being run, rung. Mm. And um, the front door flies open and uh, Dimmer Sisters start pouring out, rushing into the in, into the gardens. And you can dimly, uh, distantly hear Bug uh, screaming, Come on, man, that's off you! And uh, basically a, a huge scrap is happening now out front of the Dimmer Mansion. <laughs> You hear them scream, bundle! (laughs) (laughs) They use British bulldog uh, manoeuvres. It's a a classic play. Well, they're playing our song. Alright, how how do we get in then? Um, Could I lead a prowl group action? You betcha. Okay. So everyone who wants to sneaky sneaky, roll prowl. To prowl, okay, right. It's fives from me, a pair of them. Two, sorry. Three. Uh, that's a five and a six. Ooh, Ooh nice. Oh wait, I don't have I, anything in prowl. I have so. to take I have to take the lower one because I don't have a dot in prowl, so it's uh-huh. a five. Yeah, I got a six and a three, so so you have to lower take the lower result. Yeah. Okay. Well, we okay. got a six. Well, I, so that's I think three stress for this guy. Okay. Yeah. So Casimir take three stress and through the chaos, there's um there's a sort of ornate hedge maze up the left side of the drive, outside the Dimmer Mansion, and you basically just sort of shimmy your way around the outside of it avoiding all of the chaos and the carnage and the and the sounds of um what is turning into a a fairly brutal uh scrap and you make it all the way up to the front door which is clear of sisters uh for the moment and just one after another casimir you just signal over when when it when it's clear and you all slip inside and find yourself in the grand lobby of the dimmer mansion and at this point, we're going to add the complication for the engagement role, which is that there is uh, one Dimmer sister who was uh, a little bit slow to wake up, um, a little bit lazy, who was still fast asleep and is basically running to the fight, still pulling on her cloak. And she just sort of is going to just stop and look at you. And no matter what you do next, I will start a six segment clock for being discovered. OK. Cool. Sockerzilla. Godzilla, this is your. Yeah, I was going to say, how close is she? Uh, she she basically runs. In, in fact, she does just run in, like bounce run into off the, the group of you. Uh, All right, skidding on the floor. Okay, I say, I'm, um, I'm sort of sorry, and I take her by the face and like, oh, <laughs> on the ground. pancake her into the floor. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, roll me for that. Okay. All right. That's a oh, a wreck. Yeah, it's a wreck. Oh, she's going to feel that in the morning. Uh, it's a six. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Donk. Uh, she doesn't even have an opportunity to uh, to get a, 
a, a oh, noise. So bad for you though. I prop out. her up against the yeah. the banister. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, she is um, bonk I open her eyes and check they're still... You know. put her on her side check so she doesn't swallow her tongue. <laughs> yeah, 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 check her pupils. Also, don't they always go around in pairs? Are we not worried about a second dimmer Well, this was lazy, so I assume Maisie's already out in the fight. That's what you get for being lazy. Yeah, lazy the dimmer sister is... In fact, outside you can distantly hear a kind of shout... Lazy, where are you? We're getting our asses kicked out here. Um, <laughs> I say five more minutes, mum. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you prop uh, you prop Lazy the Dimmer sister up against a banister in the recovery position. You've touched her pupils. She is completely conked out, but uh, but is still breathing. Uh, so no, we won't fill in any pieces of clock, but we have we have started that discovery clock, and here you are in the house. Okay, who remembers the way to the vault? It was through uh, the arboretum, right? Barnaby, what do you remember? Are you getting any traumatic flashbacks? Because that would be helpful. Nothing yet. Um, oh, if I food. if I had another drink, maybe, you know, like trigger something. Not sure if that would help. Um, um, yeah, it was through the arboretum, I'm pretty sure. I'll tell yeah, you what. There yeah, should be I... a way via the arboretum. There's a painting in there that I looked through, so. Can I call, call a flashback? Forget. I feel like this is yeah. a uh, prominent, a sort of oh, prominent no. building. Sorry. I've just remembered it was not the arboretum. It was through the, the room There's... that I was looking in, which was the office. There's the right. off, there's there's entrances everywhere. There's one in the arboretum. There's one in the kitchen. Barnaby was being held in the through the arboretum. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And I you're went right. there, and I could have gone out, but I, I legged it because there were two Dimmer sisters. And then you and Casimir, Casimir, went in and got Barnaby out via yeah, that, that painting. That yeah. wasn't the that wasn't the vault where they're holding the thing. That no, was but in we can the get op- to the the vault. We can get to. Well, the entrance to the vault that I saw was through the office, which is. Mm. Upstairs. If we go through the Arboretum, we may well unearth a lot of repressed and horrible memories, which, while funny, <laughs> might be a hindrance to um, to, to our <laughs> mission. So perhaps we should go through yes. the office. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was about to offer uh, one stress to anyone who wanted to take the flashback to get the answer, but Edvard, you have nailed it. The, um, the library office room that had the vault in it was um, on the second floor. You don't know what it's connected to because you saw it through the walls mm-hmm. but you know it's connected to a wall I guess but it was upstairs for sure but yeah if we go up to the second floor we should be able to figure it out there can't be that many rooms right <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. let's go yeah I, as, yeah. as we go Time up I'm looking in the wall for any other entrances because I remember the way because Zilla and I were actually in that room at one point which is where we met the ghost dog man so I'm trying to look for any nooks and crannies that could open up to be the old servants routes no worries um as you uh, uh there's a in in the lobby that you're in there's a there's a very grand curving uh, old marble staircase uh, that leads up to the second floor and you all uh, scamper up there you don't see any sisters the noise from outside out in the lawn is is, is still quite cacophonous as you make it up to the second floor what you can see are a number of rooms uh, coming off of the banister that you're on and um, and a long corridor uh, that leads sort of further down. As you look down there, you can, can't see any doors coming off that corridor, but you can see that it leads to a, a, a sort of larger chamber uh, further into the house. So you've got some doors immediately here, big chamber ahead. Well, let's, I open the nearest door. What's in there? Uh, it's a music room. Um, there is a dusty harpsichord. Um, that looks like it hasn't been played in a very long time, and um, and a harp that's lying on its side right. and missing some strings. I check nope. the magical mechanical man to make sure he's definitely off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, since since you mentioned, yeah, he's he's off. Yeah. He's All right. Off. Next yeah. next door. In this room, you've got a. Um, it's not the right door. <laughs> Close it. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You open it. It's not the right door. Yeah, you you look in. No, it's not the room. It's just you full of toe bones. It's just metatarsals everywhere. Yeah, it's the uh, ossuary. It's the dimmer ossuary. It's, it's the bone area. Packed full of packed yeah. full of bones. Yeah. I've got an idea. We need to be in the walls, right? We don't need to be in the. We can't. I don't think we can get into the room from. The I feel walls. like we know our way around this mansion best when we're in the mm, walls. But we can. And we can look. That's our familiarity. We can look into the, the room, but we can't enter the, the room. Uh, Zilla and I entered the room from the walls. You did, yes. You that's how we got in. Yeah. All right, get that's, that's how door. we saw yeah. the door. Yeah. That is so true. How we doing this? I take a sledgehammer from my duffel and start hitting the wall. Cool, Marco. <laughs> sledgehammer feels like two, two. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, make me a roll. Surprised for you're the... letting me have a sledgehammer. Actually, make me a roll uh, for the sledgehammering. All right, let's let's have a rec roll for the sledgehammer, and I just pick a spot on the nearest wall. And uh, that's uh, six. Yeah. <laughs> Straight through one hit. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a very old, like rotted wall. Yeah. You terrible condition. Swing the sledgehammer into it. The rest of you wince because you're expecting this to be extremely noisy, uh, and it is. As the sledgehammer kind of. Yeah, but there's so much noise going on outside. It, yeah. It is. Uh, Who's exactly going to hear? As the sledgehammer impacts, it's at the exact same moment that you hear a cry go up from outside of like, "Oh, this little bastard just stabbed me in the shin." <laughs> Um, so you're, yeah, you are, you are covered. Uh, yeah, and in the gap you've just smashed, it's a mostly kind of old rotted wall, but there is, yeah. you have, it, it, you, you've broken through a gap into the, into the secret ways that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Of, and that looks much more familiar to me, to us, I imagine. It's the, yeah. Because that's the, where we were before. It's the yeah. kind of, yeah, you, you do recognise it as a bit of wall that you were in. It's going to be a bit of a squeeze to get into there. But you oh, can, it looks filthy. I'm going to ruin this coat, aren't I? Yes. Yes, you are. Mm. All right, Fine. everyone in. L- your lordship, mm. after you. Cool. Ah, finally someone who's showing a bit of respect. Oh, no. I shove Barnaby. Oh, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all uh, you, you squeeze into the walls. Um, Barnaby, as you get in there, um, your, your coat just snags on a, a, mm. a nail that's sticking <laughs> out, and it just... Oh. <laughs> Tears a, a huge, huge hole in the in the back. Well, of the I'm going to have to find someone to repair this, or just buy another one. Yeah, probably just do that. Right, as you uh, pick your way uh, through this, uh, you're back it back in the walls uh, again. You you see at odd intervals um, the rear sides of picture frames that you can use to look out, and um, Lilith and Zilla and Edvard, you do eventually curve round to a bit of corridor that looks familiar. This is indeed the same corridor that you were in once before when you accessed the room that you are trying to get to. Mm. Uh, And Mm. you find the door and you give it a shove to enter the room but find, oh, it isn't moving. Oh. Sledgehammer. I think they secured it after we were here last. I give it a go with the sledgehammer. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, Go go on then. I mean, I might as well get the use out of it. That's a five. Five, yeah. Um, you uh, you swing the sledgehammer into it. Uh, there's a kind of resonant donk noise, and then a pause, and then a kind of and you feel more than you your sense your aud- auditory senses tell you uh, mm. that basically something was pushed in front of this door. 
uh, a stack of shelves or something and through sheer brute force you have just toppled it over with an almighty crash so let's fill in our first piece and uh well there's now a hole in front of you into the right. uh into the into everyone the, out the hole yep in the hole out the hole let's oh, go okay. <laughs> to refresh you on what this room uh looks like it is accessed by a um a spiral staircase that comes up from the floor below uh, mm. and cut into the wall there is another staircase that winds even even further up it is a sort of circular dome shaped room the most of the shelves are lined sorry most of the walls are lined with shelves that are full of bottles um, of ghosts mm. as we will remember uh, and there is of course a a supplies closet that um, Zilla you'll remember you you um you managed got to very lock, confused about yeah. got very confused about unlocked some uh, I never some. did unlock the mystery of the supplies coming yeah. and um, uh, one day there's dreams. a there's now a sign on the uh, on the um, on the on the store cupboard that says beware of intruders ask for ID <laughs> that's, here you are in this room it's because of you Zilla I say nudging her yeah <laughs> it's good a living breathing world um, with a <laughs> With Your a start, Edvard, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, Edvard it, it dawns on you at this point that um, uh, it wasn't exactly clear where the door to the vault was. It appeared to be an ordinary patch of wall. I saw them going through it, right? You did see them go through it, yes. But uh, they did something. Hmm. Well, can I go over and investigate the part of the wall that I saw them go through? Yep. Um, if anyone else wants to investigate, we could make this a group action, or you could. I tell you what, why don't you help help Edvard if anyone else wants to? Uh, that's I'll help. To do. I'll yeah, yeah. Let's all cool. take, so a take look. one. Uh, take think... one stress. Anyone who wants to help, and we'll take the best result. I'll do it. Okay. I think we a saw... survey roll. Is it? Uh, I'm going to do study. I'm going to. Oh, okay. I've got a dot in study. Sure, I'll take a stress. I don't, but I'll do it. A two. Five. Two. Six and a five. Num, 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 num. Cool. Good job we did the helping. Um, mm. Yeah, everyone sets to sort of looking around the, the edges of the room and... Um, what does it look like? Is it Does it just look like there's nothing there? Just kind of... uh, there yeah, it's smooth, bare stone wall um, wherever there is not um, shelves. Aww. Lilith, you're, um, <laughs> you're kind of going, putting your hands up against the wall, kind of going brick by brick, and your hands slides across one brick and just slips through it, whoop, like that, just goes through the wall as if you yourself... We're a spirit. Ghost brick. You recognise this as a ghost brick. <laughs> ghost brick. <laughs> it's a brick that died with unfinished business. Yes. It is yeah, a. It was, yeah. it is it was a, still um, holding up a wall when it passed. <laughs> this brick died in a terrible passion. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, what's the in-universe explanation for ghost brick that I just made up? Let's say, um, uh, let's say the Dimmer Sisters, in all of their ghost-twisting mania, have. Oh, was this? Was it a person? They, they put a tortured into soul into a brick. brick. Wow. Uh, no. to, give, to give the brick. Well, for a ghost-like laugh. properties. Oh my gosh. Yeah, as your hand goes through it, Lilith, you hear a faint, echoey voice go, "Oh, pardon me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> don't, don't don't mind me. I'll be I'll be out your hair. Uh, What's going on over there? Oh, this the wall. I appreciate the human contact. To be honest, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that? I'm patting you. I'm patting you on, on Lilith, your why shoulder. Why are you stroking that brick? Um, there's a ghost Ooh, in it. That feels lovely. <laughs> yeah, oh. all the more reason why we're asking why you're stroking the brick. Stop making out with that brick. I'm not. Ma- 
We're on a. Do you know what making out is, Edvard? <laughs> can I survey for a drinks globe or something? I feel like I need a drink. Uh, you can drink something in this room if you want, Barnaby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can I? Uh, <laughs> bottled yeah, ghost, I mean there so. are bottles everywhere, Barnaby. All right, I'm gonna do a survey roll. See if I can yeah. find a drink. They're definitely okay. one kind four. of spirit. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, two things happen at the same time. Um, Lilith, as you sort of tickle the ghost brick, uh, let's say, uh, it just kind of vibrates in a kind of like I'm ticklish kind of way, uh, and there's a clunk noise uh, as it just suddenly goes and recesses into the wall and um, the illusion that was masking the first vault door just kind of wobbles away in a kind of watery you know Mario 64 that effect when you jump into a painting it's mm. kind of like yeah like with ripples kind of bloop, 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 like that um, and you are stood in front of now an enormous uh, circular metal vault door that Edvard looks familiar to you mm -hmm. because you have seen this in blueprint form and from a distance through a wall Mom, once before they, uh... meanwhile barnaby um takes a uh, takes a bottle off of the shelf yep um it is marked uh, gin perfect <laughs> 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 pour myself a glass uh, anyone else how is that spelled <laughs> it is spelt d j I N N. Off we go. <laughs> yeah, you uncork it, dunk, like that, and uh, raise it to your lips. There is indeed um, a little bit of uh, uh, fluid in there, hmm. and it does have an effect on you. Hmm. Uh, it's a very, very, very potent boozing effect. Uh, boozing. You... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Barnaby, you are very drunk. You, you've imbibed a little bit of um, you've imbibed a little bit of a of a ghost, um, <laughs> basically. Wow. He's electroplasted. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Now we have our official term. It's got a real kick to it. Yeah. You're electroplasted, um, Barnaby. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This vault then. Mm. Yes. So. Crack it. All right. Open fine, it. I will. Get it All right, open. I will. I'm doing it. Do your tinkering. Doing it. Thing. Um, okay. So having studied the plans Do it for faster. the for the vault door my solution to break through it because it can't be picked with conventional tinker tools even though it's a stupid lock for babies so what i've brought along instead i'm going to tick off a box of load for this is a huge syringe of a kind of cork like material that i'm going to inject into the vault door and this stuff expands once it's out of the tube and the way it's going to work is it's just going to go into all of the empty space inside the vault door and expand and sort of push outwards and just break the vault door internally and the whole thing will just shatter and fall apart. That sounds brilliant. Mm. Let's do it. Okay, so a tinker or a wreck, do we think? Up to you. Bit well, I'll go with tinker because I've got two. Yeah, dots and tinker. <laughs> given a choice. Yeah. Uh, all right. The main thing you're doing is is uh, piping in cork. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I think you... All right, come on, there's four and a five. Yeah, you whip out your corking device that you have you've crafted and you find the seam that you remember from the blueprints being there, invisible almost to the naked eye, but just a just a hairline crack oh, along the, yep. the right side of, of one of the components of the vault. Uh, it's enough for you to uh, work in the edge of this um, this device and just I'm in this thing. It makes a kind of hissing sound as it as it goes in, uh, and then moments later the vault door starts to make Noises. Yep. Watch out for flying bits of metal, everyone. I say. 
Yeah. Um, now you tell us. I retreat to a safe distance behind a desk. You 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 duck behind a desk because now sort of bolts are starting to ping. Yikes! I flip the desk on its side so it's cover. Yeah. Yeah. I Uh, haven't noticed. uh, One of the (laughs) what I tell you what everyone's got everyone's ducked for cover uh, except Barnaby um, who is unfortunately a little too boozy and that a bolt Barnaby just no one goes to help pings out and just hits you square in the forehead. Um, Take level one harm oh, oh. I grab him by the ankle and drag him behind the desk I did say yeah. get oh. into cover Barnaby normally the hangover doesn't kick in quite so quite so early but I've got a splitting oh headache oh my god you now have a large sort of hexagonal <laughs> mark uh, in the in the centre in the centre of your forehead let's make, I was going to make it be noisy but let's make that the complication instead Barnaby is <laughs> hurt yeah and moments later the vault door starts to deform and just bulge outward and just with a terrific crash just slowly comes away from the wall and it's the second thing in this room to calamitously bong downwards onto the floor yes. screw it I, you know what I'm gonna we can't not fill it in for that cool right um, there is now in the wall behind a, a sort of ragged uh, maybe four foot tall hole in the wall mm-hmm. okay. what do we see through it nothing it's pitch dark oh well, there's a second vault door, right? Yeah, there's it's the ghost door. Door within the door. <laughs> okay, Lilith, you're up. Go look at the spooky hole. Get your lantern. Come on. I, All right. Um, still behind the desk, I'm going to take a box of load and produce a fine bottle of whiskey and just like... Start sending a, a belt round. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, All right. Have at it, Lilith. You're up, okay. spooks. Spook. Okay, okay, right, let, let's get my stuff together. So, to prepare for this, I'd like to put on my spirit mask to help aid me be more with my spooky stuff. Ooh. And uh, I've got my lantern ready with my bright light. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I hold the, the light up into, like, the dark void that seems to be in front of us and take a, a good look around and see if there's anything there. Yeah, Lilith, you creep into the the dark gap between the wall um, mm-hmm. holding the, the lantern out um, the lantern is, is is the lantern is uh, is it lit at the moment in any way obviously it's designed to kind of give a sort of strobe like blast of light but is it emanating anything it is currently? it is emanating a small light uh, okay. as I just like just to give a little bit of light and then it, it emanates a blast at one point as soon sure. as I turn the little thing on the side of it you can see maybe a, a couple of feet um, it, around you. You think the lantern should be casting more light than this, but um, but uh, this this room has a very a weird and oppressive vibe. You walk in uh, and you notice this odd thing going on with the light and you, you turn back to tell the others and you notice that the hole that you walked through has just vanished and you oh, are no. enclosed completely in a give up on this <laughs> Four Kings style abyss. Okay. You fumble blindly for a for a wall, and you do find one. It's a it's a stone um, okay. stone wall. It, it's slightly slick to the touch, kind of slightly damp. Mm-hmm. And in the light cast by the lantern, you can just see the shadow of a hand um, just moving towards yours, where you're touching the wall. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I, okay. I kind of just quite like, guys. I think I found the demon. <laughs> 
I'd say to everyone else, you can still yeah, see the opening. See? Uh, Lilith can't see out, can but we you hear can Lilith? still see in. You can hear her, but it sounds like she's oh. a long way away. It's very faint. Oh. It's like a kind of, almost like a, like a kind of buzzing in your ear. But you can get in there and help if you want slash need to. Yeah. Well, maybe just <laughs> banish it, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. You can't hear Lilith. You can't hear anything from outside. Yeah. I'm just like I. I... Do you think she's got this? I mean, it's her whole deal, right? Steve, yeah. Banishing ghosts. We'd only get in the way. Like yeah. I don't know what I would. I only get in the way. I mean, the, I was with her at the university. We got attacked by a demon over there. I just hid under a desk. She sorted it all out. I think she's. This is her wheelhouse. I'm gonna prop my new cane up and get up. Uh, I don't have to tick a box of load for it, but I can pull a spirit bane charm. And I'm just going to go like, if you want something doing, I'm going to totter <laughs> into the opening. Oh, hello. This seems scary, doesn't it? Uh, the That's the spirit of, old man. I say. The voice of Casimir makes I'm, you I'm jump. Scared. I'm scared. I'm scared, Lilith. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Hi, Casimir. Um, they're, yeah, they're, they're kind of, I can't hear you guys through there, um, but I think I found it because uh, Clutching Shadows... Yay, look at that. Like, I put my hand here and then that horrible hand appears. Ooh. So, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, what I would like to do is trigger the bright light on this. Mm-hmm. And as I do so, I would like to compel Esketra to leave and never come back. Go for it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I pass the bottle of whiskey back to Zilla and I say, so would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses <laughs> or one horse-sized duck? Oh, okay, I got a two and a six. Yes. Okay, your your thumb finds the dial on, on this lantern and um, you click it. Uh, the lantern hums with a whine like like a battery charging just for a moment and then Edvard's design has, has, has proved very useful. It just brightly illuminates the entire room. As the light floods this room, you, you find that you are in a small, squarish stone chamber. Every single wall is covered in shadowy hands that in the light all go and, and recoil and start to writhe as if in pain. And in the corner of the room, you see what looks like a pile of filthy, stinking laundry uh, is basically just sort of twisting and wriggling in midair and making a unpleasant noise, like mm-hmm. like that. Okay, cool. Right, as part of, as part of my compel, I'd like to use my lightning hook um, to hook onto the shambling pile as I cry for it to leave. To be banished. To uh, be Kazma, banished. can I ask what you're what you're up to um, in in the moment? I think I might try. It. I might just on reflex test out this marvelous new cane I have. Yeah, um, go for flip, duel. It's going to sort of flip the top on it and poof. I haven't quite worked <laughs> out the coolest way to fire it yet, so we're going to try a nice an open palm slap. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, roll me for that. Um, and Lilith, I know you rolled a six, but we're doing something quite complicated here. So having stunned Skeptra, I think it is reasonable to okay. roll again for the okay. for the hooking. Mm. I'm going to push myself. Okay. That's two fives. I also got a five. Lilith, you 
swing your hook into the the pile of dirty rags and just and just give it a yank uh, and it just sort of starts to unravel and spin apart you can see between like through the fabric as it spins you can see the vague form of of, of something like bony and old uh, and it's into this gap that Casimir you just yes. blast your um uh, blast your electro plasmic ammo it works brilliantly. Um, the shot is spent, but yeah, it goes straight into the heart of uh, of Isketra and detonates. Um, for your complication, um, wet, cursed rags basically fly outwards and just hit you in the face. <laughs> it is very, very gross, um, but it also has a, um, a a draining effect on you. So both take level one harm. It's kind of like a very faint allergic reaction to, um, uh, yeah, we'll call it, um, we'll call it, uh, curse exposure. It hurts your soul, but it doesn't kill wow. you. A really bad allergic reaction. Yeah, and as you you look round at the, uh, you look round at the walls, and those hands, all those grasping hands, just kind of sort of melt away. And behind where the bundle of rags are, um, you see a, a, a small iron door. Are we okay. able to see back into the? the main room you can now i'm yes. going to march back over there as swiftly as i can um and take the whiskey back what are you up to in uh, in in this i'm gonna cheers casimir cheers nice casimir if you're interested it was a hundred uh duck-sized horses zilla would fight a hundred duck-sized horses mm-hmm. yeah more things to fight uh, quantity made sense to me I think I should secure the door. I, I go and secure the door okay. of the room in case someone wants to come in while we're cracking the safe or vault or what have you. All right, so what yeah. have we got now? We've just got an iron door. Yeah, um, I yeah, I reach for the iron door nice. and um, look and okay. see if I can open it. So where is everyone? Uh, is it just Lilith in the um, in the in the room or have you now sort of Currently. all entered the Yeah, I'm going to enter the sort of antechamber. Yeah. Cool. So is everyone apart from Zilla? I'm going to stand sentry right? on the door of the the door the, the proper door, not the wall door, mm-hmm. the proper door of the cool. um, study room. Nice. Um, I'm going to just for the time this conversation took, just fill another piece of alert clock. But you're not in too bad with that. So you were all there. Uh, the the four of you uh, are clustered behind Lilith um, as you kind of pull the handle on this iron door. Lilith. Yeah, it I've is. got my spirit hook in one hand, ready to go yeah. just in case. And I'm just yeah. like you know how you would peek through a, a door in a, in a horror film like yeah like that yes <laughs> you just this iron door just swings open uh, the vault is a um it's another surprise surprise dark stone room this one is lit only by the eerie glow emanating from bottles and jars that line rows of, of shelves in here um and those shelves are also filled with like peculiar objects uh, like some of which look very very old some are very very dusty and there's some very very big very rare looking um, books in here as well and in the middle of the room holding a golden bracer in one hand uh, stands a woman she has uh, grey hair and uh, you can see in the dim light that she has a a wrinkled face and she's bent over slightly and seems to be uh, just a little bit out of breath and uh, she looks at you, Lilith, and says, uh, A pleasure to meet you at last. My name is Eleanor, founding member of the Dimmer Sisters. Wait. As Eleanor, as in Eleanor's antiques? Yes, the very same. Yes. 
<laughs> hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. Those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hello, this is Chris Trott here from Hat Films, and what better time to tell you about the Hat Chat podcast than right in the middle of the one you actually want to listen to. Sorry. It's our weekly show where we dig into the weirder news of the week, reveal the strangest things we've seen and heard, and answer the important questions of the day. You know, questions like, would you rather be four foot tall or 12 foot tall? What film would you make with infinite cash? And if everyone could hear you, what would you say? Personally, of course, I'd say, listen to the Hat Chat podcast, which you can do every Saturday on Spotify. Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. But you know, it's, it's up to you, really. Okay, bye. She, she's, she. You're the one who sent all the she, vases. I'm yes. terribly sorry, but I did break all of them. Uh, no, that that's fine. That was ex- that was entirely the plan. Ah, good. Did, did you? And yeah, I meant to do. Yeah. It. Well, I, I mean, I. Sorry. <sighs> sorry. How did you get in here? We've been. Oh, yeah. We had to do a elaborate multi-stage heist setup, and you just strolled in. It's a funny story, actually. I um, well, I uh, well, I teleported. You can teleport. That, that is funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> teleport. If you can teleport, and you're a founding member of the Dimmer Sisters, why did you engage our services at all? Yeah. Is this a trap? Barnaby's Are you got about to try and kill us. Barnaby's got level one forehead harm. Now, mm. I say, Barnaby, how did you? Five head. Yeah, how did you get that? <laughs> well, six head. It's like an egg. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> couldn't tell you. I was just having a, a nice drink in a lovely room full of, you know, sort of bottles and things, and then all of a sudden I had a splitting headache. Oh, you silly boy! This is another one of your classic japes, isn't it? It is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, well it's also, not... it's a heist, apparently. Yeah, I mean, stop dissembling. We're not here to put his japes on trial, yes. although by rights he should have been on trial for at least three. Many, many of my japes, yes. What you? What? But the law thing? can't touch me. <laughs> What's that? I'm quite powerful yeah. and rich. You have questions. What gives, lady? You have questions, and I promise you, I have answers. But now is not the time. I've appeared to you here because I needed to show you that I trust you in the hope that you, in exchange, will trust me. If we can get out of here, I promise I'll explain everything. Well, can't you just teleport out of here with the bracer? No, not again. It, right. uh, it takes a lot of preparation. And it, as you can see, I think it, it takes a lot out of me. Yeah. Mm. I t- I, it's just I'd have come in on foot and gone out teleporting. Mm. But, <laughs> but we have got a balloon. Of... It's on the roof. Yeah. So, we have an yeah. exfil plan. If you trust us to trust you to trust us to trust ourselves to get out of this building with the old exfil plan, then um, we can dangle you over the side of the balloon and ask you a bunch of questions in about ten minutes. <laughs> That's my Casimir. Remember now why I uh, why I was so desperate to enlist your services. Right. Well, yes. 
let's go and let's get out of here because there's a uh, there's someone in particular I do not want to run into. Who's that then? Um, well, that would be the other founding member of the Dimmer Sisters, Kelly. But uh, more anon, we have to go. You don't rhyme though. Kelly. Uh, I used yeah. to go by Ellie. Uh, Makes sense. Oh. Makes sense. Eleanor, Ellie. Yeah. And Kellenor. Yeah. Yes, Kellenor is her full name. <laughs> <laughs> I used to know a gardener, Pelinor. He went by. Huge fields. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> sorry, I need a minute. <laughs> so, um, yes, I mean, uh, I'm. I trusted you to put together a exfil, as you, as you put it. So, um, well, let's go. All right. Either way, we we go. Okay. Right. Yeah. Head back out uh, oh, towards. Well, let me the let wall. me fire off the flare. So, is there a window in here? Sorry, who the bloody hell is this? Standing by the door. This is Ellen. Are you Ellen? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Ellen is largely legal. Was there an old woman in the in the vault? Yeah, Hello. she was just in there. She can teleport. Who is she though? She's Eleanor. Hello. From the. She's Hello. the one that sent us all the letters and everything. You're not have to gonna have to do the entire conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we redo the entire conversation again, and I'm, tic- I'm, I'm ticking a, I'm t- filling in a thing. Okay. <laughs> filling in I a say Kellanor again, and then take another drink because I can't remember saying it the first time. <laughs> and it's, it's even funnier the second time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah everybody just falls about, and um, yeah, it takes another piece of, of uh, discovered clock. Um, yeah, there is a uh, to your. Uh, yeah, sorry, um, Eleanor just says to you, um, Zilla. In summary, yes. So that's the. Uh, well, that's the whole whole story, and I believe well, we were about to get clear. X-filled. Yes, Flair, Edvard. Could, yes, hit it. Could anyone give me a hand, by the way? I'm a, a hand with what? Just, just, just walking. I'm a little. Um, oh, I shoulder. Oh. Uh, 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 oh god! Well, not like completely. Just like hoist her over one yep. one shoulder, oh. you know, like a Bless proper you. up. Bless you. Yours. I'll take that bracer. Do you want me to take the bracer? Give me the bracer. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Give me the Looks bracer. Heavy. Yeah. She hands it over. Good. All right. I just want to see it and touch it. Yeah. It's <laughs> real. It is real. It is golden in colour. Uh, it's about the length of a well of a forearm because it is a bracer. Uh, and it has um, it has some quite ornate engraving on the back of it and uh, leather straps. It's nice. To secure it to do your arm. What does it's it do, some, Eleanor? It's got some initials scratched into it. it says CDB on there. They've been scratched in with some sort of knife. That's yeah, it does. It's, cool. it's right over the most sort of ornate CPT. past. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's C-D-B. a. Sorry. It's 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 scratched in right next to um uh yeah like just right in the middle of the most ornate part of of the engraving. Wow. Clearly, whoever scratched this in thought that um, their own initials were more meaningful than this uh, ancient and and. Uh, oh, whoever did this was a real asshole. <laughs> did this and really made a meal out of these braces. <laughs> Isn't that that stuff they make into a soothing oil? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hemp byproduct. Maybe he was a salesman of some kind. I don't know. Maybe he invented it. <laughs> Yeah. He must have really been. Ended. He must have been a very kind of Must have been a great man, I say. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I open the window and look to the horizon, and I see if I if I can fire this flare gun. Uh, there's no window in here. No um, window. I think unfortunately we've established that. But I did say that there was a staircase, a spiral staircase leading up, cut into the wall. So as you follow that, it leads to a sort of uh, narrowed. Um, spiral takes you further up and there is a, a, a narrow window a narrow very gothic glass window that uh, that you can open and fire the flare out all right i open it and fire the flare out 
the flare streaks up into the sky. As I recall, the flare roll didn't turn out to be very good. So what happens it's, is the, the the um it's there is a, a ghost sort in of, it. It's a ghost. What colour is it? Oh, there's a ghost in it. Yeah. Yeah. What colour is it, Edvard? It's purple. Purple. Colour yeah. ghost. Big purple uh, ghost. ghostly flare with a ghostly scream goes <laughs> up into the <laughs> up, up into the sky. Um, <laughs> it's intended to be a sort of very brief streak of light, just to be enough of a signal to Hicks so that she knows mm. exactly where to land. But um, uh, unfortunately, the waiting is slightly off or something, and it just or catches in a cross crosswind or something. But it just whoosh, just sticks on a piece of balustrade or, or, or stonework and just oh. is just burning away there for oh. a for a good nice old while. Flare, and from, from the ground you can hear you, yeah, yeah. you manage to dislodge it with a with a broomstick. Take that off your load. But um you uh you, glad I brought this broomstick. <laughs> you know what I said you you wouldn't need a broomstick. Yeah I know and I was like you know oh, you I, never know. I owe you a drink. Yeah. There you go, old man. Didn't I say? Out in the garden, the the fight is still ongoing, but you can hear the female voices um, uh, shouting, like, oh, look, up there, the roof, or something, something happening. Get up there, get up there now. Uh oh. Uh oh. To the roof, I say. Yeah, climb everyone, faster. <laughs> go, go, go. Jeez it. You scamper up, desperately sprinting up this, this narrowing stone spiral staircase, and um, this a narrowing tower uh, that you're climbing has a, a small iron gate at the top and um, Zilla let's just say that you boot it open yeah, clang uh, the roof of the mind. Dimmer Mansion is gothic AF it <laughs> is like extremely steep sloping sides covered in uh, gargoyles and ironwork and straight down the, the middle <laughs> Yeah. Straight down the middle, along the spine of it, if you like, is a wide, uh, flat portion. This balloon pad. Mm. The belly who, pad. Yeah, it's a big uh, circle um, with a big letter B in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got a, it's got a, it's got ample uh, balloon landing space. Uh, and from where you are, you are on one end of the roof, and at the other end of the roof, that's where the flare sort of, after you poked it with the thing, that's where it kind of and sort of landed. So. Let's say a, a spooky gothic fog is is kind of starting to roll in, but you can just about through the moonlight see the silhouette of a a balloon kind of um, drif drifting in. Could we say that uh, like obviously I think Casimir will be bringing up the rear anyway with this party because spiral staircase is not great for a person who uses a cane. But also I'd like to tick off two boxes of loads to produce some uh, demolition tools. Okay. And I would just like to quite liberally be placing charges on this spiral staircase and just spooling out wire. Um, okay. So Casimir comes up a couple of minutes late, but sort of whistling and spooling out wire and pulling out a teeny tiny little plunger device, just in case we need to blow the staircase. Okay, yep, cool, cool. Um, are there any other entrances to the roof? There are other entrances to the roof. Having got up onto yeah. the top, you can see that basically there's the exact same structure that you just emerged out of, kind of mirrored on the on the. On the <laughs> Casimir comes up looking pleased, his punch, and then goes. <laughs> I'm just going to blow that one straight away. If there's another one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you are no longer at risk of being surrounded. That's certainly true to say. Yeah, Casimir, you hit the plunger, and just behind you, in fact, the whole building. We all wobble rocks. around. Yeah. Um, should we roll for this to see how destructive it is? See whether the building collapses under us. Yeah, Why go not? for it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Go on, Casimir. What are we going to call this? Wreck. Wreck. No? Wreck. Wreck. 
Oh, oh, I was thinking maybe finesse. Oh, no, yeah, you're right, finesse. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Demolition. Mm. Demolition is a yeah. fine I've had to be quite oh, yeah. careful, now obviously, in, in weighing out the charges, etc. It's et cetera, a controlled explosion. No, it isn't. It's a two. Oh. <laughs> I just, okay, I, let, um, I let my hatred of stairs get the better of me. Yeah, <laughs> you, um, you miscounted. Let, let's say... Uh, too late as you push down the plunger you look at the empty sort of cloth packets that the um that the plasticky sort of gum that you've been applying along the walls and too late you notice a, a um a sign that says double strength which uh, you <sighs> didn't really oh didn't god are you c8 you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah you you've laced the the thing with c8 and uh it's not a controlled explosion at all the entire column just is just ripped away from the wall and you feel the entire roof just beneath your feet there's a lot of groaning ironwork and let's forget about the clock for being discovered and start a new four piece clock for mansion collapse yeah which is pretty damn cool am I escaping harm in this yeah 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 cool it's um you've, you've done immense harm to the belly of the mansion if you like but uh, right. up here on the roof where you all where you've hit the plunger from you're just it, it's just tremors at the moment think of all the ghosts that are going to be free when this thing collapses mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of bottles beneath Ooh, us says you, you drank a gin <laughs> yeah it was delicious yeah very dry very dry gin yeah <laughs> uh, the staircase that we came up was that sort of single single file narrow staircase so it was getting narrower as we went up right yeah, it was yes. a bleeding nightmare. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so I'd like to head over to the other staircase, the one that hasn't been exploded. I'm going to tick off a couple of boxes of load and screw together the wonderful mechanical man. And then I'm going to set him down and just get him to, to go down down the, down the staircase very oh, slowly. No. Oh, no. <laughs> WMM. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you mean to sacrifice your son here? It's not my son. He's a wonderful Edward. mechanical man. He's build, your son. I'll build another one. He's not sentient. In what way is he not your son? He's a machine that smokes cigars. Oh my god. Okay. We gave him a soul. But he okay. can he can do his play for them. Yeah. <laughs> he walks okay. down the stairs singing. Oh, for God's sake! You're all so sentimental. I say <laughs> I unscrew the mechanical man. And I put him back on my. For goodness sake! Playing the violin. Oh. <laughs> he goes down. I loved where that was going. Okay, what is happening? No, no, no! Don't let me stop you. I think that's um. Wait, they're, very all gonna, they're all going to come his up. Sacrifice. I've got. Yeah, right, I've got copies yeah. of Go his brain it. chips. I'll make another one. He isn't. Right. He isn't just a, a, a single. I can put his brain chips in another wonderful mechanical man. Well, I would like to hear the opening number Edward. from the musical. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wonderful mm-hmm. mechanical man. I say. Please descend yes. the stairs and perform your play for anyone who comes up. And do not let them get past you without having seen the whole play, because I think they'll well, really like it. <laughs> it's only a work in progress. I'm a little shy. Yeah, this is the, uh, you know, the early test audiences. Yeah, it's the yeah. workshop. Yeah, you can workshop the ideas, see what, what goes down well with the audiences. Yeah. And um, he looks a bit, he looks a bit. If, if the wonderful mechanical man can look sheepish, he looks a little bit sheepish. And he says, um... May I ask, Edvard, mm. if I do this, would you um, would you be proud of me? I would be very, very proud. One WMM, I say, clapping him on the shoulder. Why, I can't imagine uh-huh. a more pride-filled action you could take, dear boy. So off you, off you trot. Marvelous. Then it is time for me to take my final bow. 
uh, and God, he gives a great creaky programming him to be so bloody melodramatic <laughs> yeah he, he he is being extremely melodramatic about this yeah, dial that down in version 2 yeah, he, he's got it. He, get, he, he gets into the uh, he gets into the, um, the the through the through the iron gate, and he just looks back over his shoulder and and um, yes, yes, says, uh, oh, yeah. fare thee well. Yeah, fare, fare thee also well. I say, may we meet again. Yeah, fingers crossed. In this world yep. or the next. Uh huh. Yeah. And to all of you, yes, <laughs> who have played a part on my yes, journey. It's been a real time. Destiny <laughs> is not <laughs> to. A short song. So I'm just sort of very cl- slowly closing the door. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget you, WMM. Yeah. <laughs> the door is closed, uh, and then there's a pause, and you hear a kind of clanking as it goes down the stairs. It's lucky that you did this because, uh, so to describe this this column thing that you've just put him on, you know the window that you fired the flare out of yes. on the other side? There's a window on this one too, and you can see coming up the staircase a lot of um, sort of recognisable um, dimmer sister forms, like lots of dimmer sisters rushing up these stairs. One of them, like, puts their face up against the uh, against the bars, and from on your shoulder, Zilla, you can hear uh, Eleanor just shout to you all, "We really have to go. It's time to go." She's she's here. She's she's seen me. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. The shout comes from inside the the DNA. Ellie. Ooh. She seems nice. I knew you weren't dead, though you soon will be. That is awkward. Time to go. Time to go. Time to go. Time. Where's our balloon? The balloon. The balloon is uh the balloon is just sort of settling in. Uh, let's say that, let's say that because there's a little bit of crosswind and stuff, the the balloon is is is, it's a few feet kind of off to the side of this uh, like flat strip that you're on kind of hovering Hicks cool. is trying to wrestle it down into the into the landing spot but um, it's not Hicks, going quite toss like. down a rope yeah I, toss down a rope can I throw a throw a grappling hook to Hicks and then we can have a line between the roof and the balloon yep go for it alright I would like to do that then that'll be a finesse yeah uh, that is a three and a four cool okay Um. yeah the hook goes the the grappling hook over the edge of the basket. You've got a nice firm line, Edvard, but as you're uh, testing it, uh, the wind just gusts the balloon a little and the rope slips out of your hands. So what you now have is a rope that is just on the other side of this uh, fence, just a little bit out into the abyss, um, but definitely in jumping distance. I would like to try and hook it with my spirit hook. Uh, yeah, so okay, like... I mean, it's close enough. You can just do that, yeah. Bring it in. Mm-hmm. Cool. You have hold of the rope. All right, everyone, help pull this balloon into yeah. position. <laughs> Get it landed. No, oh, okay. We grab the rope and I don't think we can it, start pulling it. Yeah, I don't think I Ella mean, can make a jump to it. Mm, Let's bring it down. I can carry Ella. She's she's um, she's bird-like. I imagine. I wouldn't mind the rope being a bit closer. I wouldn't. No, oh, yeah. I right. yeah. All right. Yeah. We all grab the rope and start pulling it over the roof, so it's no more worries. directly overhead. Yeah, you just, you Maybe just, we can get like a ladder down. With with all of your strength, you you kind of a tug of war behind this rope and just pull it nice. just over and and down towards the, the kind of flat section of roof, and you all are able to climb into the basket. Hicks uh, looks at um, Eleanor and says, uh, I'm sorry, who's this? I didn't know we had stowaways. You know this thing doesn't take all that much weight. Mm, she's only light, though. Um, we didn't know she would be there. She teleported, you see. Oh. All right, but very uh, crucially, she, she can't tell back. Apparently, the, 
Sorry, Barnaby, what was that? Uh, she can't teleport back, though, apparently, even though... Also, it... Edvard did sacrifice his robot son, so we're down some weight. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robot son did. I'm going to say that mechanical man weighed more. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hicks, Hicks is about to light another cigar off of the central burner in the balloon, and mm. like, the wonderful mechanical man, he's gone. Yeah, he did. What a day. <laughs> and she takes mm. a long, solemn drag. It's fine, I'll make another one. <laughs> Won't be the same, Edvard. Uh, yeah, um, we'll pull one out for him later, she says. Uh, as the balloon takes off... Um, Let's you... pull one out for him now, and then I, I still have the bottle of gin in my hand, and I'm just going to tip it over the edge of the basket as we ascend. Nice. Um, yeah, you, you, you pour it all out, and it just kind of trickles and... and splashes down and as it splashes on the flat roof the liquid kind of push and just sort of coalesces into the shape of a, a sort of animal spirit uh, it's like kind of like a, a glowing sort of fox uh, it just looks at you Barnaby and just winks like this and you hear a head you hear a voice in your head that says uh, in a language you've never heard but yet understand we'll meet again I think that fox is coming on to me no one else can see a fox Yes, 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 Barnaby. <laughs> yes. The fox is coming Barnaby. on to yeah, me. Yes, yes. Here, Barnaby. I'm you, glad you, you saw it cold. as well. Yeah. Put, put this on. I'm going to try and force an air naughty boys for life jacket onto him. Yay! <laughs> yeah, Hicks is wearing hers. So, and she's got more in the. Oh, the only box. this once, just because we won the race. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Anyone else? Pythons. You look cold. Hey. Yeah. My arms are all bare. I put a jacket on. I imagine all these references make sense, I say to myself, as I light, <laughs> light a cigarillo. Yeah. Flashback. I bet Barney two coin that I could get Zilla to put on the jacket for the <gasps> Naughty Boys. <laughs> nice. Uh, Barnaby, you owe Casimir two coin now. I reluctantly <laughs> hand, hand Casimir two I think coin. you've exposed a weakness in the flashback yeah. mechanic. Flashback. <laughs> I, bet, I bet Barnaby that he would have to give two coin. Okay, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Flashback, I, I take it. a bribe yeah, yeah. in order to put the jacket on so yep. that the bribe play, yep. plays out. Yeah, yep. Barnaby hands me two coin, I just flip one to Zilla. <laughs> Catch it. Yep. I give everyone two coin. <laughs> Barnaby gives everyone two coin. I join the back of the line again so he thinks he's not done me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I give Casimir another two coin. Yes. As, you, uh, as you drift away from the mansion, uh, you hear a few things in this order. First, you hear a great deal of... Uh, shouting and commotion still coming from the garden but you hear very faint and very high the voice of a cutters retreat <laughs> and um and you know all of the all of that's the sound of all of the urchins pouring back into the, the streets and the and escaping basically mm. having uh, caused a satisfactory distraction from the roof as you go you hear a lot of shouting and louder than all of that a, a grating rasping robot voice delivering um, act one <laughs> we open on blackout, God. then spotlight, centre stage. I turn around. Has any of you been messing with the mechanical man? I don't know where he's getting any of this from. <laughs> I don't think that fish was the freshest when I go. That's probably it. All right, no one's to put yeah. any fish in the next one. The old train doesn't come round here much anymore. <laughs> is the first line of the. the, oh, the God, the, it's so trite. <laughs> the play that you hear, and then it that fades away. The next, the last thing you hear is a um, spectacular crash. A plume of smoke goes up as basically the whole roof of the Dimmer Mansion falls onto the Dimmer Mansion. Uh, it is now about one story shorter, and one half of it is sort of fully destroyed. You've really, really 
wrecked up the building. I'll do some rolls after this to see if anyone died. Actually, you know what? I'll just roll, roll that now. I'll roll oh, a bad. d6. I'll roll a d6. Three three casualties uh, in, the, in, the, in the blast. Okay. See how easy it is? Just yeah. happens sometimes. <laughs> you all have a new appreciation of fun. Why do I always do it in threes? <laughs> As you take the skies and drift away over uh, Volusport and to safety, on your shoulder, Zilla, uh, mm. Eleanor says, um, would, you mind, um, would you mind terribly uh, putting me down just for a second? <gasps> I set her oh, down thank on the basket. I've oh, got my breath back a little now. Um, back to mine? Yeah. Back to yeah. ours. Yeah, ours. Yeah. We've been living yeah, there. Point. How did you what? get that jacket on while holding a woman? Oh, I just had it draped over me like a cool cape. Mm. Yeah, it was I want my of... two gold back. That wasn't properly on. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. The balloon drifts down to um, over overnight markets, and you're able to uh, disembark. Um, actually, uh, I'll give you a choice. You can go back to Eleanor's largely legal antiques, or uh, you can go to Eleanor's oh. uh, home. Oh. Up to you. I want to see Eleanor's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to have a nose place. around. Probably easier to land a balloon there, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. the Dimmer sisters have visited us at Eleanor's largely legal antiques before. Yeah, also oh, there's so a lot true. of mechanical man parts in every cupboard and drawer and on the floor. Please never say mechanical man parts. Yeah, mechanical man parts. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> no, no, it's exactly yeah, what it sounds like. Well. Yeah. Exactly oh, what it's God. I've been working on some. V2 is, is a lot more ambitious. Just a wardrobe full of doorknobs. Is that really? And ball bearings. Just can't get the ball bearings right. Got that such a creep. Uh, Eleanor volunteers um, uh, her residence as a sort of temporary safe house for the night, and she directs you to it. It's a really, really grand and fancy townhouse in Brightstone, which is um, uh, one of the swankiest parts of Volusport, and it has a sizable garden. Even uh, gardens were a real rarity in town. Space enough to land a balloon, and before you know it, you are uh, through a back door and uh, assembled in. Uh, Eleanor's parlour, and she uh, she stands up and goes, ah, good to be home. Where's Arthur? Arthur! Uh, she sort of pull, pulls on a cord, and a butler comes out and says, Arthur, um, would you uh, would you care to bring us tea in the exposition room? Uh, and um, Arthur, right, you arm lady, and sort of shuffles off, and she and she, uh, she leads you into um, into the exposition room. Every good house has one. Yep. Yeah. It, it's a yeah. it, Barnaby. You you recognise this, mm. this is a similar layout. This is actually not too dis, not too dissimilar to the um, to the Fortescue pile. One mm. of them. Yes. Um, Every good house has one. The tradition began hundreds of years ago. I say to the others, <laughs> <laughs> filling them in on all the backstory of exposition rooms. It is as interesting as it is accurate, and. Um, uh, yeah, the room is very comfortable. It has, uh, you know, sofas and chaise longes and stuff. It's basically a place where you can just really settle in if you're going to have to listen to a fair amount of uh, of information. And mix some drinks in here. Is there a drinks cabinet? Oh, yeah, there's a drinks cabinet. Um, Arthur's bringing in tea, but uh, if you want something a little cool. stronger... I'm there's, making margaritas. I mean, there's a... Cool. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> you invent the margarita and make some. <laughs> I've invented the margarita, everyone. <laughs> Finally, Edvard, using your talents, 
for something noble. Thought you'd appreciate that, Barnaby. Everyone agrees that yeah. it is, uh, without doubt, your finest intervention. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't know what to do with limes before this. Mm. They were just useless. <laughs> they were just preventing scurvy, but now... <laughs> useless. useless. Waste of time. <laughs> yeah, like, like she said. <laughs> useless. I sit in an overstuffed leather armchair. It's like wing back or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I look for a, a a super like squidgy armchair with an ottoman in front of it, and I'm just like feet up. You're also. I recline on a chaise long. Lovely. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining this. By the way, Barnaby, you still got your ripped coat, so it's kind of you're mm. like Jeff Goldbluming Jurassic Parking a little yeah. bit. Oh like, lord. Kind of, like <laughs> <laughs> bare chest out, glistening with sweat. Exactly that. After you've all had a drink and got your breath back. Uh, by the way, Hicks isn't here. Hicks has flown the balloon away again. Eleanor stands up and says, "Right." Um, sorry, is, sorry. Is this annoying? I'm just running the blender. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you want to know the terrible. Si- <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've made a machine that does it for me. It's yeah. a wonderful mechanical margarita maker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Carry on. As the uh, terrific noise finishes, uh, Eleanor just just sums up. And so that's what I'm asking you to do. <laughs> Sorry, Eleanor, could, could, Once again? could you repeat Once more? that? No, one more time. Oh, more. yes, fine. I tell you what, um, how about I show you? Yeah. Silas, you still have us. that bracer. Yeah. Mm, here he is. Mm. Thank you. She takes it. Uh, she sort of looks at it contemplatively. She says, uh, you know, according to legend, this, uh, this bracer once belonged to a king. There's supposed to be a a matching one out there somewhere, but uh, even just one was rumoured to grant whoever wore it the uh, strength strength to defeat an entire legion, perhaps an entire army, to, to build an empire. Who would like it? Who wants to put it on? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it sounds, sounds great. Volunteers? I mean, what's the catch? What's the curse? Yeah, what's there's... the spooky drawback? I'll put it on if none of you want to. Well, no, I don't, I don't say anything about that. Yeah, just, I mean, if you know so much about it. Well, I only know what, uh, I only know the little that's written. That's well, in it. the spirit of scientific inquiry, I'll give it a go. Lilith, do you, do, I mean, if it's if it's mystical or magical or spooky, maybe Lilith knows something about it. Lilith, can you do your ghost whisper? Can you whisper to this bracer? Or, I don't know. Uh, yeah, how, how about, like, I put my hand on the bracer, just try and attune to it and see if there's anything ghostly in there. Uh, you detect nothing ghostly, but when you really focus in, there is ever, ever, ever so quietly. It's almost like it's almost like music, but it's very, very low, and it's very, very distant. And it it feel it's a kind of melody that always feels like it's about to to fail, like always, always on the on the brink of petering out. Well, what do you think? It's good. All clear? Oh, come on! No one ever made any great breakthroughs dithering around on the outskirts of science. Let me. I'll strap it on. Oh no, Edvard! I'll fight you for it. This will be good. I grab one end of. I grab one end of the bracer. Right. Okay. So you're fighting over it. Make me a make me a contest roll. Make me a each of you roll a d6. No, if you're going to put it on, put it on. I just don't want anyone dithering around. You just don't want it going to waste. Yeah. Listen, two of us got 
We got slapped in the face with a wet curse earlier. Forgive us if we're a little bit reticent to put something else that's cursed yeah, on. Yeah, we've it. learned our yeah. lessons. Zilla, there was, yeah. Zilla, I would be delighted if you put the bracer on. All right, fine. Well, I will then. Cool. All right. I don't know why um, I'm rolling. Like, I know. You, you, uh, oh, it's because I was going to fight Edvard for it. That's why. That's, yeah, that's why I was holding dice. I was so ready. <laughs> uh, Eleanor looks a, a, a little um, bemused by quite what a tussle this turned out to be. Um, it was only meant to be a... a a, a brief demonstration, but uh, well, we're I mean, complicated, Eleanor. Uh, Eleanor passes over the bracer, and Zilla, you 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 strap it on, and you yep. uh, as, as you put it on your arm, you feel um you feel it very very gently, just sort of like it's almost as if it's kind of clinging to your forearm a little bit. Imagine a very weak grip around your arm, mm. um, like Snug. a handhold, and it's that yeah. kind of feeling. And you you and uh, everyone. Here's a here's a voice, a quiet voice that goes Registering user Is this a ghost? Lilith, is there a ghost in this? And then Something the brace registering a user. And I then think the it calls you a loser. You should smash what? it. What? <laughs> I'm furious at my forearm. The, the straps um that close themselves just yeah. bleh, just fall open oh. limply and the oh. bracer just flops onto oh. the floor oh. like a wet that was hunk of junk. Not worth the effort. Piece of trash. As you see, something Edvard uh, would make. <laughs> um, El- Eleanor um, chooses to uh, breeze past that um, savage burn Zilla before Edvard can lose his temper and says, "As you see, it no longer works." Oh. Well, well then, why are we? Why do we go through so much trouble to get it? Especially since you could get into the room. Oh. Because Zilla, I wanted to show you that a lot of things don't work like they used to. The bracer was magic. I don't know if any of you have heard of this term. Magic. Yes. I wouldn't blame you for not of having heard of it. I've heard of Edward, magic. Yes. It's where they'd, um, they um pull rabbits out of hats. The fellows at the Orpheum do it on a Friday and a Saturday night. There's a yes. fellow I oh, you should see him. He levitates around the stage. You can barely <laughs> see the wires. It's amazing. If I wanted to look at something that doesn't work how it used to, I could have stayed home and looked at my knee. Please tell us why we've gone through all this trouble. <laughs> he often does do that, you know. <laughs> It calms me down. All right, all right. You, you, you have questions and you deserve answers. Edvard, See there? I- imagine yeah. the, the the performances you're talking about, but but no wires. No imagine wires. if it could so how, be wait, done. Wait, sorry. How would they fly without the wires? The... Well, quite so. It's a it's a mystery. It's an unfathomable uh, mystery that's woven into but, the fabric of the universe, or at least it was. But um, you... but no longer. For you see the the. The magic is gone. I have devoted my life to finding out where it's gone to, but uh, I won't give you my life story. I'll try to try to give you the short version. Uh, she gets up and goes and fixes herself a drink and uh, takes a deep slug. Turns around to you. Hmm. How to put this? There is a gap. There's a gap in the world. Um, a, a, a hole. Um, an, an abyss somewhere. Uh, and it is sucking something out of this world, as surely as a drain sucks water out of a bath. Can you guess what is being drawn out of the world? Magic? Magic, yes, Lilith. Exactly right, of course. It's obvious when you think about it, but the real breakthrough came when we started to theorise what the hole was supposed to be drawing out. What if this wasn't an accident? What if this gap was merely doing something that it wasn't designed to be doing? Anyone care to guess what this hole in the world was supposed to be drawing out? Ghosts. Ghosts. Casimir. 
as always. Kazume? No, of course, no, no. Kazume, old boy, I think you're going to have to go into the hole. We would be far more alarmed if it was drawing out Kazimir. We can't afford to lose him. You're exactly right, Kazimir. Ghosts. I, I believe that this gap, as I've taken to calling it, has a, a, a purpose, and that is to draw the dead out of the world uh, and take them to, well, I don't know, wherever, wherever spirits are meant to depart when we die. This hole, if you like, I, I wasn't researching this alone. I had a, a, a researcher with me. You've already seen her. That was Kelly. We were the original Dimmer Sisters, an organization that was founded to, by the two of us to try and understand ghosts to try and fathom the nature of spirits in the hope of discovering the source of this hole in the world and who created it because it was always our belief that this aberration was man-made as now, our work hold progressed on, I don't, this, Edvard? this magic sounds te- like terrible, why would we want magic to be in the world? People would just go around turning into bears and blasting people with eldritch magics and th- things of that nature I, th- there would be no need for science why would I think the world is better off without magic it's a fair question Edvard and it's something that I've pondered for more hours than I can possibly count why indeed and our world now has plenty of its own marvels look at the oscillatronic wonders that you yourself have created but at the end yeah, of the day would I keep coming Marvels. Yeah. <laughs> marvels. And they are marvels, Edward. But at the end of the day, what I keep coming back to is what powers the science? What powers the interventions? And the answer is always ghosts. For me, it was never about bringing back the magic. It was about helping the dead, if you can understand that. In any case, as our work progressed, we realized that we had only begun to scratch the surface of the of the power latent in deceased spirits. I wanted to stay focused on the, the magic problem, but Kelly, well, that power, that curiosity, it was hard to resist. She always did have an inquiring mind. Kelly and I found ourselves on different paths, it would be fair to say. So I left. I thought she couldn't continue the research alone, but I was wrong. She brought on acolytes. She learned to harness the power of spirits to her own end. I knew she would kill me if she could, so I operated in the shadows and I started putting together a team who could help me finish my work. Find the source of the gap and punish those responsible. Kelly found out about them, of course, and had them all killed, and a new lot were your version two. Huh. Oh, good. Okay. What happened to version one? Yep, but yeah. we've learned all, one. you've learned all you needed from the first slot. Now, no more deaths. I go and make myself a margarita. It is a pint of dark rum with a whole lime bobbing in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not not quite the recipe, dear boy. (laughs) Mind your own. But what the gang you've turned out to be. Simply look at your exploits. Why, it's only been, gosh, what, a, a, a few months? You've performed wonders incredible things. When you've worked together there seems to be no end to what you can accomplish. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we do yeah. alright. It's very nice of you to say. Yeah. I think you do more than alright, Zilla. 
But I can't ask you to do what I'm about to ask you to do with letters and vases and hammers, and that's why I, well, used what little I personally know of magic to teleport into the vault. You see, I, I can do that because I helped build it. If you help to build something like that, if you know the space intimately, then, well, sometimes you can get back there, but, I mean, there might have once been a time where this sort of feat was trivial, where on any old adventure someone would be teleporting usefully ten times an hour, but some, but if that ever happened... Would, it, someone would know how to teleport and it would be such a little thing to them easily, they'd forget yes. that they even knew how to do it. Yes, Edvard, yes. Sounds entirely plausible to me. I forget things all the time. Exactly, Barnaby. Can you imagine? The simplest harnessing the power of the moon and giving it to absolutely everybody in a society. Yeah, simple. Such a simple thing. Such a little such, thing. So simple. Such terrible wonders they must have brought back then. But I knew I had to look you in the eye, face to face. No letters, no vases. I had to put my trust in you that you would get me out of there and, mm. well, by golly, you did it. I'm here now to offer you a bargain. A new bargain. Use your considerable skills to help me unmask those responsible for the end of magic in Geth. Who did it? How they did it? And, well, perhaps even if it can be undone, though I frankly don't know if that is possible. Agree. She's pitching to you now, uh, and her body language adjusts accordingly. Agree, and I can guarantee you comfortable working conditions. I am a woman of means. This townhouse would be yours. Uh, I have others, although, I mean... I could be nearby, or if you wanted me out of your hair, that could, you know, we, can, we can figure that out later. Lilith, Edvard, funding for your work, I can provide it. Uh, Zilla, your loved ones, money, they would want for nothing, I can organise it. Barnaby, the chance to do something truly meaningful with your life, and it would never be boring. And Casimir, the opportunity to give Volisport's highest and mightiest a real kick in the balls. For have no illusion, friends. Those responsible are those who have profited greatly from the death of magic in Geth. We are getting paid for the heist that we just did, though, right? Because the brace. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yes. I'm sure I can find a buyer. So I've got yes. a. I've got a wonderful mechanical man to replace. These things aren't cheap. Edvard, if you agree to help me, I will devote an entire workshop to wonderful mechanical to wonderful man mechanical or men. men. Mans. They could yeah. be wonderful, wonderful mechanical, mechanical mans. mans. <laughs> I get a far-off look in my eyes as I imagine my army of wonderful mechanical men marching across. <laughs> marching on the Astor headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> Astor screaming as he's crushed under the metal foot. Yeah. Wow. I'm in! It's, it's, but that's six minutes later. I'm yeah. in, I shout yeah. six minutes later during an unrelated conversation. <laughs> when, you, when, you come, when you come to, Edvard, uh, everyone else has left the room and, um, and gone for a tour of the house and you, you hurry to catch up and uh, she, is, she is indeed just showing you showing you around. Um, I can only promise you danger and the real threat of death at every turn, but what do you all think? Yes? No? Maybe? In. Yeah, Ellie, if you're going to look can after my family. The question? I'm not too sure about this doing something meaningful with my life thing. It sounds like an awful faff. But um, if I'm not going to be bored, that's fine by me. I'm in. Well then, to magic and ghosts and to danger and death. And she lifts her, her margarita. <laughs> what kind of glasses is it that? That, that way. Yeah. Magic, ghost, danger and death. Magic, ghost, danger and death. I've got the, blend, the blender full of frozen margarita. 
Cheers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. I don't mind telling you, Jane, that mm. this session of Blades in the Dark was easily the easiest of the season. Um, because, like... Speak on that. Well, you'd... The gang had spent all of these prior episodes putting everything in place for the heist. And so, like, everything just sort of proceeded as as planned. My job was just to make it seem as if that might at any point not happen. And I'm sure if you'd have really wanted to, collectively, you could have you know, like sort of handbrake turned it into total calamity and disaster and everyone dying. But I feel like everyone wanted to succeed and you'd already done all the work. So it was just about sort of throwing like little wrinkles in. Um, and yeah, yeah like... I, and you'd already yeah. done all the work as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of work that went into getting to this kind of freewheeling, yep. just like coast to the finish line finale, big score episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is, So, you know, this was actually like the one of the one of the easiest uh, sessions to run. And I really, really enjoyed it. Also, as you will have heard, um, an enormous chunk of it at the end uh, basically turns into exposition and season two setup, um, mm, which, smart. yeah, which, you know, was, was, which w- required no surprises or complications or, or alarms or anything like that. You're like everyone settled in. I'm going to read from a prepared statement. It, yeah, it, it was basically like that. Um, you know, it's it. a bit of a struggle to make that interactive, uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. It felt yeah, like a reward yeah. to kind of like kick back and what, yeah. what do we call it? The exposition the chamber? Exposition, the exposition lounge. Me in the exposition room, I think it was. Yeah, I love yeah. the exposition room. Like yeah, a kind yeah, yeah. of a study full of overstuffed armchairs and bookcases and fireplaces. And then you just get to kind of kick back yeah. and, and listen to some story. You know, like when you're playing a video game and then you get a really good cutscene. Yeah. You, you know, you've played through a yeah, hard yeah, bit yeah. and now you get a really good cutscene. Yes. That's kind of how it felt to me. Yeah. 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 Good, good, good. I'm, I'm glad. Um, mm. So yeah, it was really, really fun. Um, when we started doing Blades in the Dark, I didn't really have an idea of what the overarching story would be. Um, but from bits and pieces that, that the players surfaced while we were doing the first few episodes, uh, I, I kind of started to kind of piece together this this idea. A lot of it came from Andy's character, Edvard, having this like serious rivalry with another inventor, mm. which definitely ended at, like ended up playing up the idea of mechanical interventions and the the sort of more steam side of the steampunk world like coming to the fore if you know what i mean blades in the dark is a very sort of magic-y game if you read the books there's magic in it there's demons in it there's of occult Mm. stuff and there's also this idea about like machinery and you know new techniques and new new inventions and new but in our game that ended up becoming basically the most prominent theme of of the world that we that, that we were inhabiting and it's like that versus magic sort of became the became the theme it's like do you want the new world do you want this kind of like mechanized world that is that is all happening sort of at the expense of something ancient and powerful or do you want uh you know or, or do you want as eleanor wants to try and like figure out what happened in the past and and bring the magic back yeah to potentially bring the magic back um so yeah i really liked that obviously it tied it in more into the like oxventure universe uh with with which it shares and personally i just get a massive massive kick out of uh like man versus nature narratives i love any film or story or series that at its core is like 
man's hubris at trying to control nature. This is why I love Godzilla so much. Because, okay, yeah. I was going to ask for an example, yeah, and there yeah, we yeah, have yeah. it. God, Godzilla. Godzilla, okay. is, Godzilla is my favourite example, because Godzilla is a sort of pr- primeval force, unknowable, sometimes seems good, sometimes seems evil, but like basically represents Earth's interests, and humanity often is not like aligned with Earth's interests, and so City's going to get stomped, I'm afraid. Interesting. So you yeah. don't think necessarily that Edvard is aligned with Earth's interests, with his mechanical man no i don't think so but but like in in edvard's world that's absolutely not edvard's fault edvard is a a, edvard is a genius inventor and able to 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 sort of turn his analytical calculating mind to whatever problems lay in front of him and what lays in front of him is basically you know a, a, a world a city where you can create marvels from this ghost energy that is abundant like the ghost, it, Edvard doesn't really know, uh, 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 really no one in Volusport is aware exactly, apart from, you know, maybe a few individuals as to why the ghost energy is is so abundant or, or, or what it means or uh, or whether it should be abundant. Um, but yeah, so I, I knew at this point that we were eventually going to like dig into that because obviously Edvard is so passionate about inventing and, and mechanical marbles and stuff. And, and actually like, does such a good line and Andy obviously does this in both Oxventure and in Blades in the Dark does such a good line about being salty about magic and I think in the yes. if I remember yes, correctly he in, does have yeah, yeah. Both, both his characters share yeah. shares that magic saltiness yeah and in the yeah. um uh in the exposition room I seem to remember Edvard is like this this magical world seems bad <laughs> you know um yeah we'll get we'll get Andy to play a wizard yet yeah one day yeah exactly I I don't want to risk uh for those maybe who didn't watch them on youtube like giving away too much no no uh, about like what's going to happen in in season two so i think i will i will stop my reflections there but um you've certainly laid the foundation for some um, i have so much more i want to say and so much more excited to talk about at the conclusion of of season two yeah yeah um okay We'll look forward to that podcast, listeners, because actually that's going to that's going to be a little way off. I'm going to have Andy in next week on the podcast Mm -hmm. and we're going to get right back into you love it. Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons. So we're kind of going to alternate some Dungeons and Dragons uh, and some Blades in the Dark. Mm -hmm. If you really can't wait, you could always go to Outside Extra on YouTube and watch the honest to goodness videos. But if not, stick around. There's plenty of tabletop role playing game to go around in time all things in time so thanks for listening to the oxventure dnd podcast thanks to luke you're welcome as always being a, a treat oh and if you are missing that blades in the dark vibe mm. um one thing you can do is i put all of the music from blades in the dark uh oxventure presents blades in the dark up on uh outside extra as a sort of like mood vibe ambience track for you to play your own game to or to studies slash chill out to so yep. yeah, go check that out if you want to conjure those uh, sort of sinister Victorian um, nighttime vibes in in your the life. Name of the video is yeah. Blades in the Dark Ambience Victorian City and TTRPG. Yes, is the start of that headline. So yes. if you search for that, or if you go to YouTube.com/slash Outside Extra, you should be able to track that down. In fact, I'll put I'll put a link to it in the description of this podcast episode. Yeah. So if you want to listen to four hours mm. of Blades in the Dark Ambience while you do whatever it is you do. Then, then do check that out. Also, go to youtube.com slash Oxventure for our dedicated D&D channel. That's youtube.com slash Oxventure. 
And that's where we've got a fresh new episode of D&D in video with visuals coming out every single Friday evening. It's such good stuff. Get into it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again on the Oxventure D&D podcast. Hey, folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here, too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you.